Oh, you know what sucks? I just realized my my rant shit doesn't work, so I don't even know if I can go on the rant tonight. Oh, boohoo! I know, I know. Are we are we are we, uh, are we live in the? Oh, oh we're yeah, live now. Oh, we're live now. <laughs> you know what's weird? Like I get like a film in front of my camera, and you see how like it makes the lights all like like foggy looking. I, I, dude, I tell I say the same thing. I feel like I'm more blurry than you two guys. All the no, time. see now, like, see now, I wiped it. And now I'm not getting any glare. It's so fucking odd. Let me try this here. I don't know. Do, do the yeah, there you one. go. Yeah, but but it, I still feel like I'm blurry, and I think it's because there's this big light. No, right. What's here. happening is you're getting the glare on like the, the stuff to your right, like that jacket, the action figure. Like you're just getting a bit of glare. That's yeah, maybe all it's all is. the plastic from the action figures. That could be. That it's not like it. they fucking treat that shit for like UV or anything like that. That's Maybe why them a... shits turn like to yellow and, and tan and all that. Maybe it's this gorgeous Shamburger Kurt Hawkins shirt too. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's the problem. A Shamburger? What is... art, you know the artist? I'm going to take this. I keep this here because it covers a, a pipe. But... <laughs> <laughs> uh, the artist. He does all the, the WWE uh, Oh, I, yeah. I know who Shamburger, you mean. Yeah. I think his name is. Yeah, you said Shamburger. I'm like, is this a gimmick or something? No, I think it's. I think his name is Shamburger. No, it is. It, it's Sham Shamburg. I know who you mean. I got a fucking. I got it's one like of a, his art books over there. Yeah, it's a big. It's like a burger with extra sham. That's all it Holy is. Holy shit! Or it's maybe a, like it's like an exotic burger, like a Shamburger. You know? Oh, maybe yes. Maybe it's French. That's that's a very good point. We oui, oui, well, I uh, I guess we're not on the rant tonight. I mean, no, here's no, the no. problem: if we go that's on the rant. People are only going to hear me, and they're not going to hear you. They're not going to hear the guest, and I have no idea why. One of the settings is fucked up. Now, I know why Phil Ray wants to kill himself every week on Turnbuckle Throwbacks, because nothing goes right. Well, I mean, such is life, right? Uh, Fair enough. Look, Drew's going to put up the replay anyway, so it's like no sweat off. Ah, good old Drew. We still love the rant. Drew's doing good things over there. I wish I could say that. Ed White and Drew. Oh, boy. Kev, we got a big show tonight. Well, that's right. We've actually got a big deal tonight. Craig Steele will be joining us in the second hour, but first, oh, big time guest in the first hour. Don't bury the lead, Tony. Well, how how can I bury the lead? He's gonna be joining us in like five minutes. That's true. We should probably get this intro going. Moses from Ring of Honor will be joining us soon. We got lots to talk about. We got news coverages and some unfortunate news on many fronts, but we'll put all that aside right now because okay. you're listening and watching the Shining Wizards wrestling podcast two-man army the following is a presentation of the shining wizards network broadcasting live on rantiumradio.com and available on all podcast platforms and at shiningwizards.com follow us on social media at wizards podcast check out our merchandise at merch.shiningwizards.com do your amazon shopping at amazon.shiningwizards.com and become a patreon supporter at patreon.com slash wizards podcast as always, we thank you for your continued support. And now, enjoy the show. This is Ring of Honor superstar Shane Taylor, a.k.a. One Punch Shane, and you're listening to the Shining Wizards podcast. Rolling in my tomb and army. What's up, fuckers? Where did cheese go? The no. stupid fucking question, Kevin. <clears throat> oh, shit. Yeah, that- <sighs> God, that was disgusting. Turning wizards rule the world. (laughs) 
You are tuned in live to the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast, shiningwizards.com. In replay form on the rant, rantmradio.com. Live on all the social medias, including Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, and the YouTubes. And with you wherever you go, because we are available on each and every podcasting platform. But enough of the palaver. It's time to do some wrestling talk. And talk about wrestling. Two-man army in the house tonight. Tony. KJG, baby. Then my man, how are you tonight? Woo, baby. Where do I begin, T-Donk? Where do I begin? First of all, I will begin with this. That intro to the podcast is probably the funniest version of any intro we've ever done ever so it's, kudos it tells a story god oh, it's I, I don't want it to end it's like you're in the theater and all of a sudden the credits start rolling and you're like what like i'm not i'm not done yet kev you know what i think it is a fair question where did the cheese go where did the cheese go maybe <laughs> moose took it hey hey this is moose i think i think we do need some more uh belches and farts for the uh for the for the middle mezzo section you yes, know what i'm saying i agree more flat <laughs> more, more flatulence and gaseous drops oh definitely definitely well we got a great guest tonight that we'll be dropping in, in a few minutes mr moses okay. oh, ring of honor big moses guy. mcw shantaylor, shantaylor promotions mcw uh regular if you will i believe that's where he got his start I'm not sure we could talk about all that when moses joins us in just a few but Dr. Dunk, I gotta ask your diagnosis on the weekend. How was your weekend, bud? My weekend was pretty uneventful. We uh we tried to go to medieval times to check out a dinner and tournament. <laughs> and then you and... realized what that it wasn't the 13th no. century. Dude, completely booked. Completely booked. You have to get a reservation for medieval times. Yeah, and and all right. So we were gonna go with a friend of mine and his son, right? And okay. we were talking about it on Thursday, and then it was like friday came and it's like are we gonna go and he's like yeah sure like and i was like okay i'll get the tickets thursday you can get tickets for whatever show you wanted friday everything was sold out it went mm. like that so we missed out yeah friday's, so the, hot, idea, friday's the hot joust night yeah it's wild man so then we tried we tried top golf are you familiar with top golf i've been to top golf i enjoy i'm not a golfer but i enjoy top golf immensely I'm in the same boat as you. So the alternate plan was, hey, let's let's get a let's get a uh, a bin a bin a bin. What do they call it? A slot? A, uh, 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 an alley? I guess an if, alley. I don't if know. Bowl, uh, if if you if you're thinking of like bowling alley terms, it's like a booth. It's like a it's like a cubby. It's like a yeah. It's whatever. It's a, it's it's a, it's a little driving spot. Yeah, it's your it's your room. You have tables and stuff, and then you have the the, the actual green and. Just don't fall off of it. And Why have have you fallen off? No, no, I've only been I've okay. only been once, and I've been lucky enough not to fall off. But there is a net, I believe, there. Yeah, me too. So it's it's for those of you unfamiliar, it's pretty much a driving range. You get your own bay. Thank you, Ryan Schlong. Ryan Schlong coming in with bay. That Wait, was no, the word I was that, looking for. That that says Ryan Sullivan. Well, it's Ryan Schlong. That's Ryan Schlong. Yeah. Oh, hmm. I'm wait. I'm sorry. K. Fabe. Ryan S. Shoot, yeah, shooting. We're, we're just shooting, naming people now. That's all. Screw it. 
It's all right. Actually, you oh, you don't want should... to see the nicknames. You don't want to see the nicknames. I'll give Mott Spock when he comes in. Well, yeah, let's actually know. Let's show a couple of these bad boys. Evening, gentlemen. Stoked to tune in while the sun is still up. Thank you, Mott Spock. And we will pause on that for now. Well, don't worry about that. So anyway, just real quick before we bring Moses in, he's in the queue. So we'll get him in in a second. Top Golf is kind of like um, a driving range meets Applebee's. So like you sit there, you got a waiter or a waitress. Yeah. She'll come. You can order food. They'll bring you food. They'll bring you drinks. And then you just drive golf balls. But you don't just drive them out into a field. There's targets all over yeah. the field, and the object is to try to get the ball in the targets and score points. I would describe Top Golf as Applebee's meets golf meets like laser tag. You know what? I kind of like that. I kind of like that. It's it's uh it's very fun. It's not golf, but it's actually pretty good if you're a beginner who's never actually played golf. And that's how I learned to actually like tee off a off a tee. So it was pretty cool. T to T T. That's right. Uh I T T I C. It's interesting. Like like you like you, I've only been there once. So like I would definitely go back. The uh the headache was they were all booked up too. So we wound up sitting around playing Fortnite for three hours on Saturday. Sounds about right. Yeah, you know, it is what it is. We had fun. Is. We get to yell at each other and curse at each other. It kind of harkened back to the old college days with the N64, except instead of everybody being in the same room, everybody's on a headset. Well, Tony, you know, you've outdone yourself. I try my best. I try. Right. Speaking there of the go. best, let's welcome Mr. Moses to the show. There he How is. How are you tonight, Moses? I'm good. How are you guys? Not too bad, my man. Not too bad. Not too bad. So we, Kevin and I were just talking before you came in. I don't know if you heard in the conversation. Are you familiar with Top Golf? I am. Oh, you like to play? You enjoy it? There we uh, go. The game of golf. Here All we right. go. Hot, coming in hot with a hot take. Hot I take. feel it. The game of golf is just, it's not for me. It is <laughs> boring and i don't understand how people can sit down and watch it for hours however what i will say is when you do finally connect with the ball it's like euphoria right because i i i am one of those people who i i don't know finesse that's right so all i know is a swing with all my might so i will stand there and swing as hard as i can and will miss every time but then when i just like take one hand off and just like do one of the grandpa swings, I hit it every time. It never fails. And it goes as far as I wanted to go. For some reason, I could just picture you doing that, like hitting like a great shot and just turning around and just like throwing your arms up in the air, just like, what? Now what? Now what? Exactly. I tried because I remember like elementary school, like the gym teachers wanted to try something new. So they took it to the blacktop. They set up like some holes and they taught you how to interlock your fingers and to get your stance and all that. And I tried it. I was like, this is nonsense. Can't nobody do this. So that's why I was like, we're going to end this thing. And you know where I got that from? Do you remember the movie The Italian Job? Absolutely. Yes. And you remember when uh, Mark Wahlberg took most deaf's character to meet the big gentleman at the driving range? Uh, yes. He had the big tattoo. He had the big tattoo down his shoulder. Yeah, yeah. Of course. That's how he was hitting the balls. Yeah. <laughs> oh my yeah, that's right. That's right. That's all right. So I was like, let me try this. And I have not missed ever since. <laughs> but there I mean there's finesse in that. I mean, I guess, but I'm still swing with everything I got. There you go. There you go. We are joined on the line with Moses. Great, great start to the conversation already. We're talking top golf. You can follow him on social media at prolific Moses on Twitter and Instagram. Uh 
prolific dot Moses, I believe. Yes. Correct? Yes. Uh, on Instagram. All right. So, Moses, we got you here. We're talking a lot of fun stuff right now. But let's talk about, like, let's talk about Ring of Honor. Let's dive right into it. Meat, potatoes, all this stuff. Right? It just came out today. It looks like Khan has signed with Ring of Honor. Or with AEW, this and that. Has there, any, has there been any talk with Tony or anyone in AEW or Ring of Honor for yourself? No. None. All right. Tony, that's how you completely kill an interview. That's exactly <laughs> how you completely <laughs> shut it down real fast. No, but we we're going to have a good time with you, uh, with, with Moses here. Um, of course, let me ask you this, though. What was it like in the final days of Ring of Honor as you knew it? Um, well, I mean, I can go back to the day that they told us all via a Zoom call. Um, you could just see everybody's face like, wait, is this like, is this for real? Uh, one, this is how you do it. And two, like, okay, you're literally about to change a lot of lives. Because every time I tell people, like, it's not just the wrestlers who were affected. You're talking about production crew. Like, that's a lot of people that got told that their jobs will be over or that you're, uh, we're not renewing any contracts. Um, and it was kind of sad, you know, like when you work so hard for something, um, and you get there and for something that's outside of your control or something that you didn't do is the reason why you no longer have that job. Um, I mean, it is what it, that, that's kind of hard. However, as a 1099 contractor, you could be fired for less than that. Like they could have just been, Hey, we want to bring somebody else in and we need to get rid of somebody. So we're going to let you go today. Um, that's just the, that's just the nature of the business. Um, I like to look at wrestling like Hollywood, right? Um, you keep going to audition and casting calls and you'll hear no, 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 no. But then you finally get a yes. All right, cool. Let's, let's, let's go with this. So, um, those days, those last days were, I was glad that we got it over with because I hated that feeling that was there. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, so, so, yeah, ahead, so you 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 weren't feeling great about it. I mean, obviously, you, you made some great friends there, involved with Shane Taylor Promotions, um, and I know uh, going into the show, you said, uh, you know, so going in, what's the mindset for that for that final for final battle for that final show? Like, like, do you have it on your mind where like this is just kind of over and done? Are you going out there and say, well, if this is the last moment, we're going to go out there, we're going to do things right, you know, like we're going to put it all on the line. Like, what's your mindset actually getting to that last show and like being there for final battle? Uh, for me, I had to look at like I am contractually obligated to fulfill my duties and my duty as a wrestler, go out there and perform. And I wanted to go out there. If this is going to be my last performance under this banner of a company, it's going to be one of my best. And that's what I went out there to do. Um, as much as you could feel some kind of way, you still have a job to do at the end of the day because we were in a six-man, so there's literally five other people depending on me to do my one-sixth. So. What, when we talked to Khan a few weeks ago, uh, we asked him about the, uh, the moment that you guys had, you know, like the moment of solidarity, I guess that, that's what they've been calling it. Um, Khan said that in the moment, he thought it was cool, but he didn't realize like the gravity of it until he got backstage. And then he realized what happened. 
what about you? Like, what about you in that moment? What, what was your mindset? What, were, what was your thoughts when everything happened? Uh, are you talking about after the six man match or when everybody after the Shane and um Yeah, yeah, when everybody came out, yeah. Oh, um I didn't think it would blow up on social media the way it did, just because that's been STP's pose ever since STP yeah. was since Khan and I joined STP. That was kind of our pose. I was like, we're just doing what we've always did. It's just the other African-American talent the roster is just here with us. Um, but afterwards, and you, I was like, man, like, well, this is cool. <laughs> um, this is this is significant. Uh, I was a part of history. I, I love that. But like in, in the moment, I didn't think anything of it. I just went out there and did what everybody else was doing. And uh, Moses, I, I, I uh, picked up an interview from you on YouTube. I wanted to, to get into the mind before we had you on. And I believe I want to give him credit the interview that I watched on YouTube. Um, Muscle Man Malcolm. Yes. You, you did that show back in, uh, in December. And you something that I picked up on was that you didn't realize WWE was a thing until like someone told you while you were watching WCW, like, yeah. oh, there's another one. There's yeah. something. <laughs> yeah. So, so how, <laughs> like, so like how did like you're from Prince George's Maryland, correct? Prince uh, Prince County, County? Yes. Yep, Prince George's County, Maryland, which is not it's definitely not south. It's right. It's it's probably metropolitan northeast. So how did someone from Maryland not know what WWE was? So I didn't know about wrestling. Okay, I, I didn't know about wrestling at all. Um, and then my older brother was like, "Hey, it's Monday. You trying to watch wrestling?" And I was like, "What?" <laughs> Like, you trying to watch wrestling? And I was like, what's that? And he was like, you, you've never seen wrestling before? And I was like, I mean, I've heard of like people wrestling in high school and stuff like that, but what are you talking about? So he turned it on and literally the first person I saw was Kevin Nash's big ass just out there throwing people around. Um, and I think the very next, the very next uh, match was a Goldberg match. He was on the streak at this point in time. And I was just like, yo, these dudes are massive. <laughs> like, they're just so huge. And they just like yoking each other around, picking each other up. He was like, you've never seen this? And I was like, nah, I've been watching <laughs> cartoons. Where you been? Why you ain't showing me this before? It's, it's so funny because like wrestling is like a, an adult, like giant real people version of like Looney Tunes. Like, people, like people dropping chairs on, on each other and stuff. It is. And I think that's like the like that's the part of you like, hey, this is something I could really watch in a cartoon, but it's like real people. Yeah. <laughs> like this is and then I think another thing that got me was the uh the nitro girls. I mean at, oh, at six, <laughs> seven, I was peak. Hey, I'm so <laughs> God. I, I I just can't imagine being seven years old and finding the nitro girls. <laughs> like that's just well see here's the thing. So he showed me that and like a couple weeks had gone by. I was like Monday. Eight o'clock, we watching WCW. I got to see what the NWO got going on because this point they had already had the regular NWO, the Wolfpack, yeah, um, Diamond Dallas Pagers. Hot. This was around the time I think Carl Malone was in there. Yep. Okay. So with Diamond Dallas Page, um, yep. Bam Bam and Goldberg were going back and forth. Um, and so he was like, "Hey, you know it's another one." I was like, "Another what?" <laughs> What are you talking about? This is the best thing God has put on earth. What are you? He was like, no, there's like another wrestling. And I was like, 
is it better than what I'm watching? And yeah. he was like, I mean, it's kind of hand in hand. And I was like, is there a way? Because this is back. You remember the remotes back then? You could do back and forth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, we're going to flip back and forth. So at nine o'clock when Raw was on, he flipped over to that. First person I saw was Stone Cold Steve Austin. I was like, well, look at this guy. <laughs> so when you first when, when you first saw Stone Cold Steve Austin, you had seen Goldberg first. Yes. So when you saw Stone Cold Steve Austin, were you like, oh, kind of looks like Goldberg? No, only because Austin, it wasn't a match. Austin was doing a promo segment. It was one with Vince McMahon, and he gave I, – I don't know how, but instantly I figured out, okay, Vince runs the company. Austin is a hothead from Texas. The draw is there. And he just gave this man the finger. I like it. <laughs> That's awesome. But, and so Austin had on, he had on his shirt and he had on the, the Capri, the, the jeans. And it's, I don't know, back then I was, I really liked Texans, the Texan draw. And he spoke it perfectly. And I was like, oh, this is amazing. And then I think later on, The Rock came out and cut a promo. I was like, how am I supposed to balance? Yeah. What am I supposed to do here? Like, cause then we were still going back and forth with WCW. Uh, and then he tried to come in with ECW. I was like, look, man, I'm on wrestling overload. <laughs> in WWF at the time. And now you want me to worry about ECW? He was like, yeah, it's extreme. I was like, what you mean? They just do crazy stuff. Rob Van Dam jumping off stuff. The Dudleys doing crazy stuff. I was like, how do I keep up with all this? It's, that's, that's so, that's so like, literally in, incredible. Like, we had... Um, we, the re- Nitro would have the replay, mm-hmm. so like we would have like the VCR set up. To, I would record Nitro the replay and watch Raw, and then before school the next day, I would get up and watch the replay of Nitro. He'd literally wake up at like five a.m. to watch the thing. Yeah, no, I Seriously. remember. That. I remember getting up the night after Nitro, getting up for school the next day, and Nitro would be on. That'd okay, be crazy. wow. It would be on, like in the because I, I would have to get up to catch the bus. School yeah. started at seven fifteen, so I had to be up by five thirty, catch the bus by six fifteen, and Nitro would be on. That's wild. That's, that's insane. You know, I think they did. You know what? He's right. They did. Yeah, they, do they, an, they a third. Re, they did do a third replay, and I don't think that's talked about or a second <laughs> replay. That that's a hundred percent accurate. By the way, I, I believe. And um, uh, so you had to take the bus to school early. Prince George's, Maryland. I spent a lot of time in Maryland, uh, Baltimore County. I went to Towson University. Okay. Um, so uh, that's, where I, that's where I graduated from. MCW. Yes. MCW is a, is a big-time promotion. When you think independent wrestling, mm-hmm. like, in the, like if you want to go territory status, when you think, you know, the Mid-Atlantic, you kind of think, like, MCW is the one. Mm-hmm. that's basically where I guess for lack of a better term, your bread is buttered. What are, what is MCW doing right now that, that keeps everyone coming back? Well, for starters, MCW is real big on homegrown talent. Um, if you go any card that MCW produces, unless it's like a, like a certain show, the majority of the talent on the show is homegrown. Um, they came through the training center. They were groomed at the birthday parties they came in under a veteran on the shows. And then once they finally caught their, their wind, that's when MCW finally pushes them and lets them go and be great. But MCW also will say, hey, you guys, uh, you also need to go hit the road. 
go mess up on the road. And then when you get here, you have less mistakes. Um, but the homegrown talent is the big thing. Um, and then when they do bring in somebody else, it's almost to your benefit because now it's, hey, we're going to bring this name in for you to work to, for you to work on. This only helps you and your exposure. So I, I think that's the benefit of MCW. There's a lot of homegrown talent. They have good storylines. They are really good with the community. They um, and they put on really good shows. The the booking from top to bottom is good. Um, and I I think a lot of people still want to work there. Yeah, and uh, you'll be there May 15th for MCW Spring Fever. Ken Dixon uh, versus yourself versus Nick Halders versus Brian Johnson. What yes. a group of guys in that four-way. Yes. Dude, that is wild. <laughs> Thought, thoughts going into that into that atmosphere. I'm excited. Yeah. I am I love uh, it. thoroughly excited. MCW, ever since, uh, say like toward the end of last year, they've been putting me in some good positions. And I believe I've been rising to the occasion every time. So here's just another challenge. And then you'll be so, coming up our way, Ridgefield Park, New Jersey. Yep. On May 20th, yes, it'll be you and O'Shea Edwards against uh, The Faceless, who's I, – I, so I'm not familiar with – are you familiar with The Faceless? Because we're not, we're not 100% familiar with them. They, uh, they're the New York, New Jersey territory um, group. Um, yeah. Very... But, what, but they're The Faceless, but one of their names is Face. Is that right? Yeah. Do, do I have that right? <laughs> uh, possibly. <laughs> Is that for is that for is that for pro wrestling magic? Is that for who is that for? Uh, I think it's going to be for Invictus. Invictus, yes. Oh, there you go. Yes, nice, yes. beautiful. That's it, dude. That's awesome. Up in Jersey, at May twentieth. My my dance card is free. I might have to go check that out. Yeah, well, there you go. So, so Moses, let me ask you. Yeah. Uh, before before we get into how you got into wrestling, and I know like when you were watching, I mean actually getting into a ring, deciding that you were gonna you know give it give it a try. Uh, you are a school teacher. Were was okay. Was, but how does that transition happen? That that you go from being a school teacher to getting into a wrestling ring? Like I know if you guys have done it over the years, but I want your perspective on it. Um. So coming out of college, uh, you know they sell you that pipe dream. Hey, you gotta go get your degree. You go come out and make a lot of money. Lies. <laughs> yeah, so true. I was sitting at home, fresh out of college, doing nothing, just playing a video game. I would apply to a job once a day, and then I was like, All right, "Hell with this, play the video game. I'll figure it out eventually." Um, but I actually kept real close, a good relationship with my high school football coach, and he asked me, "Hey, you you want to come coach JV football?" I was like, "Sure." So uh, giving back the community, coaching JV football at the high school. And um, one day he was like, hey, you, you got a job yet? And I was like, nah, man, I'm just chilling. He was like, you want one? I was like, yeah, <laughs> come on. Um, so he set up an interview with me with an administrator and I did well. And by the end of it, she said, the job is yours. I came on as a long-term substitute. Nice. Uh, meaning you are tied to that school. Yep. Uh, it could be in various roles or a single role. And mine was a single role teaching science. Uh, I taught biology, environmental science, and chemistry. Nice. Um, uh, I did that for about a year and a half. And then I started like 
all right, you you got to do something. Right, are you going to fully pursue teaching? Are you, what are you going to do with this wrestling thing? Because I had been teetering, looking into it, but hadn't really committed. So then I finally was like, all right, well, this long-term sub thing, not going to cut it because $120 a day with no health insurance, no benefits, this isn't going to help you with wrestling. So yeah. I left, I uh, talked to some of my frat brothers. Um, they got me a job down at the Navy Yard in D.C. Um, decent starting salary. Uh with benefits, that was the biggest thing for me. I needed health uh, health insurance. Right. Uh, I I was foreseeing the future with wrestling. Like, you're bound to get hurt, so you're going to need coverage. Um. So started working there. Left there. Went to another job, and literally a week after I started that second job, um, I started training at MCW. So let me ask you about because this is something that I wanted to to ask about since the the show, but my memory is absolutely terrible. Um, Shane, Shane Taylor, like when I think of Shane Taylor, like I think of like two different subscription, uh, like, uh, subscribers that couldn't be further from each other. Great guy, but bad man. <laughs> so like how, like how great is Shane Taylor to work with? And I want to know how, cause he seems also seems like a very smart, smart guy when it comes to professional wrestling. Mm -hmm. Do you get anything from your time? with Shane Taylor in terms of knowledge, in terms of, of just like what to do in, in wrestling. Oh, absolutely. Um, Shane is like talking to Shane, like sitting at the knowledge tree. Um, once he gets comfortable with you, you can tell cause he'll just start cracking jokes um, with the expectation of cracking back. So like the second he started cracking jokes with me, I was like, we Jonah. <laughs> All right, cool. Let's fire up something about this. Let's fire up something about that. And then, so me and him just been cool. Like, it's, you throw shots, I throw shots, we good. Um, but as far as, like, learning and things in the wrestling industry, um, advice that I was given early on was take what you want and then leave what you don't. Um, I take as much in and then I apply what I feel I need at this point in time. And I keep moving until maybe I need another piece. And so he's given me a lot of information. And as I navigate through wrestling, if I need this piece, I'll apply it. If I need this piece, I'll apply it. Or I can always ask me, hey, what do you think about this? He'll let me know. And then I can navigate through there. Um, as far as, like, bad man, the only time I've really, like, known Shane to be a bad man is if somebody say something out the way. Yeah. Or uh, you cross him and he don't he doesn't really like it. Other than that, I've never had an issue with him. Right, right. A uh, couple more quick hitters before we let you go. Uh, Moses is here. Moses, uh, prolific Moses on Twitter, prolific dot Moses on Instagram. The battle rapping. I've heard, I've heard that come up in in, in interviews. What are your thoughts on the people that are rapping today in wrestling? Obviously, there's Max Caster. Obviously, there's uh, AJ Francis. Yeah. Uh, God, if you want to go all the way up the ladder, there's freaking oh, well, not anymore. But John Cena, like, yeah. like, what are what are your thoughts on that? And have you ever, have you have you ever like felt that that was a good mix, wrestling and hip hop? Well, I I think in everything in life, hip hop is has found its way. Um, we clearly see in the NBA, um, yeah. the NFL to an extent, they have a lot of rules, but it, it's there. Um, but I think hip hop or 
I, I think that there's a, there's differences, right? Because you have freestyling, you have yeah. rapping, and you have battle rap. Right. So what I do is more so on the battle rap side. Uh, you said Caster and AJ Frank, they're more so rapping. Um, and I think Cena was just a freestyler. Right. I mean, I, I know he wrote stuff down, but he was still more so, I feel like he was more of a freestyler. Because it, it, and I, I really like battle rapping because if you watch a battle rap, it's either one guy versus one guy or two versus two. And they're telling you a story through their words. And they mix in theatrics yeah. to tell this story. Well, what the hell is wrestling? Yeah. It's guys telling you a story and adding in theatrics. It's the same thing. So yeah. if I can use my words in a creative way to tell you a story, well, then why do that? Because you, how many how many promo segments do you want somebody yelling at you? How many promo segments do you want somebody talking in a, a monotone tone of voice? Or would you want somebody to present you with a story that's elaborate and he, he's forcing you to think about his words because they're not just me saying it like this. I'm playing on the word. You're like, oh, that was catchy. Oh, this is what he wasn't saying that. He was... Oh, that's you get people thinking about it, or you get them saying, "Hey, what did he just say? Rewind that real quick." That's stuff you want, and I think that's what makes it unique. Uh, I couldn't, I couldn't agree more. I've never done the battle rapping, but I've done, I've done roast battles, comedy roast battles, where you're basically okay. essentially doing the same thing. Where you, we're in wrestling, where you're you're talking down to somebody, but you're also telling their story for mm -hmm. them, and putting them over in a sense mm -hmm. because you wouldn't insult them like that if you didn't at least have some sort of monicum of respect for them or right. something like that is is that kind of similar or am i am i reaching or what no it's it's uh there's so i mean the, the the best promo guys in history they've been able to do a lot of things one they've been able to captivate your attention and your time right because if whatever you're saying has caused and stopped me from doing this, and you're like, hmm, okay. And now you have now took my attention and my time, but they've also been able to invoke emotion, right? So people get behind a guy who can make them feel like, oh man, I've been there. Or people like to laugh. Austin, Rock, they made people laugh. Triple H made people laugh. People like to be on a roller coaster of emotion. And so that's just what it is. Whether it's comedy, whether it's just a straight promo, can your promo invoke emotion? How do you get these people to say, I want to watch that match. I want to go buy a ticket or I want to buy the network or I want to subscribe to this so I can see that match because he said something that made me want to go, I got to see this now. Yeah. You know what yeah. I want to see? I want to see everybody from Shane Taylor Promotions in Ring of Honor. I think it's bullshit that nobody's reached out to you yet, my man. Definitely, hundred percent. Look, I know, I know you've been blowing up in MCW. I know that that you've been hitting the road. You've been getting back out there. What does twenty twenty two hold in store for Moses? What's in the future? Um, it's unknown. Uh, I tell any promotion, um, near or far, I want to come wrestle. I want to come wrestle here and there. Um, we can talk about rates. We can talk about whatever, but I just want to come wrestle. Um, that's the only way you get better. Uh, as far as getting signed, I, I can't focus on that. 
If, if that's my sole focus, I'll never, I'll never propel myself to the next level. Well, I'm thinking and I'm hoping it's only a matter of time before that happens, man. Serious. Thank you. Been a lot of entertainment from Shane Taylor Promotions over the years. It's it's funny. It's funny that Ring of Honor's changed the way it has, but I like I sincerely do hope that you know they do the smart thing and they bring in STP as a group. I appreciate that, that, that's that's my information on that. Moses, this has been a lot of fun, man. We got to have you on again. We could shoot the shit anytime. Like you're cool. I, I think we got a good thing going here. Yeah. Uh, before we let you go, though, we're plugging May 15th. Uh, Nick Aldis, holy shit. I can't even imagine that you're going to be in there with him in a four-way. May 20th up on our neck of the woods, Ridgefield Park. We'll get all the plugs out there for you. But is there anything else you want to leave the fans with, everybody with, before we let you go? Uh, this Saturday, I believe it's the 16th, I'll be in Richmond, Virginia, wrestling at uh, UEW. Uh, so that'll be a good time. Outside of that, just uh, follow me and follow these guys. Oh, look at this guy. I love it. I love it. That's a pro right there. (laughs) Twitter, at Prolific Moses. Instagram, Prolific.Moses. That's everything. We got you hooked up. We're all good. Moses, thank you once again for joining us. Be well, be safe, and the best of luck. And I'm telling you, man, I'm not even joking. Tony Khan better get his ass on the phone right now. (laughs) Thank you. I appreciate (laughs) it. Thanks again, Moses. Be well. Have a great night. Thank you so much, man. Have a good one. Moses, man, that was a lot of fun. It's the best. Oh, that yeah. was a lot of fun. Absolutely. Oh. Maybe we'll get together and play some top golf too. <laughs> Dude, there's one in Edison. It's not too far from Richfield Park. Oh, oh wow. are you setting this up? Oh, well, let's do it. May 20. Oh, like I said, shit. my dance card is free. Let's let's ride. We just gotta get the, we'll bring the rest of SDP along. Oh do it. my god. Can you imagine playing top golf with with SDP? Don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> Have some drinks, have some it, food. Of course, some of golf. course. Watching beautiful, watching Moses with the one-handed swing. All right. <laughs> <laughs> thanks again, Moses. All right, thanks Be again, glad. Moses. Take care. Be you guys. Well. Let's get. So, do we have to remove him, or does he remove himself? What's going on here? No, I think. Hey, there it is. <laughs> Look at that, dude. I mean that, man. Like, like from from everything that I've watched with uh with STP and the way Matt talks about them, like you know, Matt loves STP. I well, can't we, believe we they do. haven't. I, I think Moses. we all do. I, think I we can't all... believe. Well, I didn't mean to leave you out, but you know yeah. what I'm getting at. Right. I mean, you're yeah. picking up what I'm putting down. Oh, 100%. Totally butchered <laughs> that interview, though, but I think it was good. No, it, look, it, it is what it is. You know, you didn't butcher didn't... it. It was I... fine. <laughs> it's top five, though, probably. Yeah, I would say. Top okay. five butcher shop. No, come on now. Definitely, I didn't, definitely. I don't think I don't think that I did him justice enough. I think I needed. I'm not gonna lie. I think I needed Matt here to shoulder a lot of the the deep no, but, dive load. But but here's the thing: like like Matt's wheelhouse was always Ring of Honor. Like you and I would watch Ring of Honor on Matt's recommendation for a lot of things. And I mean, I try to catch it when I can. But by and large, like Matt was watching Ring of Honor each and every week. Yeah. Like Matt was even watching all like the reruns leading up to Final Battle. You know what I'm saying? So like he was kind of in on everything, you know. Yeah, I I, I feel like I have to have him back on just because I feel like I did not. Oh, we had a good time. Don't get me wrong. I mean, we didn't I talk about dude, we didn't talk see, about horse meat or poop pants, but <laughs> but I think we, we had a good leave, time. We got to leave something for Matt to ask, right? That's true. It's a very good point. We Kevin, could ask we could ask Craig about poop pants. Oh, Craig will be happy to tell. I bet you he shit his pants since we last spoke to him. Probably. He probably Great did. Guy. Good 
great guy. Oh, yeah, man. but thank you, Moses, very much. Let me get this banner out of here now that he is off the show. <laughs> Throwing him out already. Oh, well, I, oh I didn't know. Listen, oh. again, the banners are one thing, but like, like not like knowing if they actually have to leave themselves or if we have to remove them, that's new to me. <laughs> so... So, I was like, so, like, do we have to get rid of him or what? Does he leave or what What happened here? I'm not even joking, dude. STP Top Golf. Dude, would be I'm in. I'm there fucking, for it. That would be nuts. May 20th, everyone's going to be down the shore for freaking stupid Memorial Day, whatever, whenever that is. <laughs> not that Memorial Day is stupid. You know, the, 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 the know. idea of Memorial Day is great, but what it's turned into is stupid. No, I mean, it. it it's okay in small doses, like going down the well, shore. Well, it's only once a year, Tony. How many Memorial Days do you think there are? Well, I've had forty-seven of them already, maybe. That's but, fair. Uh, All right. so, but 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 the but the point is, like, I know what you mean. Like, it's it's turned into kind of like a meathead kind of holiday down yes. the shore. And I was I was a hundred percent sans the meathead part. I was a hundred percent part of the shenanigans of Memorial Day. But so I just wanted to say I didn't mean Memorial Day is stupid. I no, it's like nobody, one of the most important days of the year. It's take a, a big breath. day. Nobody thinks that you thought Memorial Day was stupid, man. That's right. Nobody Good. thinks that. Don't want to get that out Kev, there. Kev, speaking of thinking, where do you want to uh -oh. go from here? What, what, do what we is that talking about? Do we? we? No, we have no picks. Uh, okay, so around. we don't have picks. I do want to talk about this though, actually, Tony. I do want to talk about picks. Okay. Because you, because no, because you and me are tied for like the first time in a very long time. I think this is like the first time in like, like I guess over a year that you haven't I've, been solely in the lead. Yeah, I think th there was one point last year where we were, you were in the lead for a short amount of time, and then I took back over. So there was a period last year where you were in the lead. I think, unless that was two years ago. I, don't I have know. a feeling that you were pretty close at one point last year, whether you overtook me or not. Now I don't remember. So did you win two? Did you win two years in a row? Yes. And this you is going to be so my third. No, first I of all, it's the, not. I'm. It's not. I'm. Uh, I'm actually thinking up my punishment, and I might be this close to figuring out what that is. And I had a lot of good ideas from people on the Discord. If it's but, about uh, me wearing a foil hat, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll take it. I'll take that. I'll take that that leap. I mean, I could have Francis Wright just be me for the entire show, and then you guys have to deal with him for uh for oh two and a half me hours. and all right. How about this, Tony? How about this is the punishment? Oh no. <laughs> me, Matt, no you, but Francis Wright and Miko. Oh my god. Actually, I would I would I would love Miko and Tombstone to do the whole show together with you two. That's a great that might point, be too. fun. But you would probably that... want to be there for that though, right? Yeah, I well, unless I tune in and just just chat it up, <laughs> just and like, <laughs> like the popcorn meme, just like eating and just watching. <laughs> Me and Matt try to deal with Francis Wright, Tombstone, and Miko Maestro. All right, actually, hey, hey. I, I did I did have a good idea, and it's something that I think you and Matt would enjoy, and I think it would be something that some guests could actually come in and do a good job with, but I'll, right, so I'll that's that. Don't, no, no, just say it now. Just do no, it. no, 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 no. Trust me. I, I got to think if that's what I want to do, I'll have a final answer in a couple weeks, but I don't like this. Tony, just tell oh, us. No, no, give us a hint. Fun. It'll be fun. Hey, can I, all right. So you know how Matt likes to collect wrestling figures? 
You know, I was no, always like, I have no idea. No, you idea. know, I was like always opening up boxes on the Mark Order show and all this and that. And they're always like, Oh, look at my look at my Darby Allen in the coffin. Yeah, that's all right. They stuff. did that. He they he scooted all the way back in his chair to get the Darby Allens. I remember that. See, we do watch the Mark Order podcast Wednesdays on the Shining Wizards Network as well. Yeah, anyway. So I've fallen down a bit of a hole myself. Uh oh. And I started getting into collecting arcade one ups. And uh, with with the little ones or the the like the big. I like, have I have a is. big I have a big one. That's right. It's it's I know. <laughs> Isolate that. Um, I've got a I've got the upright Space Invaders, which only has two games. It's like Space Invaders and Space Invaders in color, but I love Galaga? playing it. No, no, regular old Space Invaders from like the seventies. You know when I was born. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but lately, I've been getting into collecting the countercades, like you said, the small ones. But here's what I did. So I'm like, I got a few of these things. I need a place to display them. I bought a bar. And I don't mean like like a full like big bar, but I bought like we a We are the bar. So here, so check this out. I'll swing it over. All See right, that? So for those not so for those on not listening or not watching on YouTube, oh my god. It's like a That's little end, cool, right? It's like a little end bar, like a service yeah, bar. Yeah, yeah, well, either an end bar or you could use it as a table. It's got two stools, yes. but I have it up against the wall. And you have four uh one up cabinets i guess for lack of a better term well, countercades they're called they're not like the Counter- full cabinets like all in right, arcade. Well, you know all right so all right mini mini bits yeah yeah so they're yeah. designed after miss pac-man pac-man frogger and galaga 88 which is kind of like a rare game but there's all like a whole bunch of different ones on there there's like uh there's galaga's on a bunch of them uh frogger's got time pilot which is an awesome game i used to love playing that as a kid i don't and- remember time pilot Oh, Time Pilot is great. Little spaceship, and it would like cycle you through the years. Like you start like in the 1910s, and it's like biplanes fighting. Then you go to the 1940s, and it's like you know, like the like the warships. Then the 70s, it's like little spaceships. It's like all little different shit. It's really cool. And the idea is just to shoot everything. We oh, should have so much fun. We should have a show where we just like we should have like Jamie on, and just like run through like Dude, games that like, nobody remembers but you guys. Oh, me, you mean me and Jamie? Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. Like, I would host it, right? And I would just ask, I would pitch questions about games that I have no idea ever existed, but you guys would clearly know. Oh, for sure. And and Jamie's insane. Like, he collects anything and everything. Dude, he's like, nuts. Like, he should be famous for what he does. By the way, like, there's all these like game chasers and and all these people that 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 do that. Jamie is just as good as any of them. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He's the one. I don't know if you could see this here. Oh, here we go. He can he convinced me for a hundred bucks actually when it was on sale. This is the Legends Gamer. I think what I think the it's, hell it's is not that? A, it's not arcade one up. It's like this big platform. It's got two controllers, it's got like eight buttons, it's got a rollerball. So you pretty much just it's it's Bluetooth. It connects to the TV and it's got like all these old arcade games. And he even got me the little chip. Him and James put this thing together. It's got like thousands of like name ROMs on it and stuff. So it's got like WrestleFest. It's got like everything you could possibly imagine. Get out of here. Yeah, it's really cool. I feel it's, like I uh, felt like you already had like every emulator that there was known to man. It's called At Games. At Games makes this. It's called the Legends Gamer. It's like the two-player one. And it, dude, it was a hundred bucks. How could I pass it up? It so you like, could you plug that into your TV or whatever, whatever yep. monitor you want. And yep. like you have the ball. So you could play like a bowling game. Yep. Because you have that's wild. Yeah. And I was actually going to be really impressed because I just, because Kathy Hummer from, uh, from Patreon got me this Lance Archer figure. And I was, uh, I was like, just going to talk about that, but you totally 
totally re- like ran away with the greatest segment of all time in the history of the Shining Wizard. Oh, stop, dude! But dude, this is not this is not wrestling. This is video games. Although you can play WrestleFest is on here, um, but no, let me see Lance. Let me see Lance Archer. Oh yeah, everybody dies, baby. Talking about collections, I only collect current figures if they've been on the podcast. And well, there you go. Just, and just like Austin Theory, Lance Archer has been on the podcast. You sure so, about that? Yes, hundred percent. Okay, just making sure that yeah. you're sure. Oh yeah. So, Hummer, Hummer has the best deals in town. Hummer, Hummer. Thank you for the support, Hummer, and thank you for this, Lance Archer. Goddamn! Every year on National Cheesesteak Day, she still sends me and Baza a post. Happy Cheesesteak Day. She addresses my. When she sends, like when I buy stuff from her, she sends, she says it's Shining Wizards Kevin. That's so awesome. Thing. Like Shining Wizards podcast, Kevin, and the address. Kathy's so. been with us for so long. It's crazy, man. She's probably been here the entire 10 plus years. That's day one ish right there. She's probably here before I was. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I just showed up. I just, I just knocked on Matt's door. I was like, hey. Kevin's like, hey. <laughs> It's like, hey, this is Moose. <laughs> oh, you want you want to talk to Moose? Yeah, Moose. <laughs> Wait, Moose, Moose. We're hey. hey, Moose. So let me ask you something. Do you want do you want to be the the fourth Shining Wizard? Shining the Wizard. That's right. That's exactly like what that. your that's exactly what your job detail would be. It would be. Hey, too. this is Moose. Okay, yes. <laughs> Moose the Shining. I gotta, I gotta alter that clip so instead of Shining the Wizards, it says the Shining Wizard. No, I love it. Play the play Shining the Wizard. Oh God, I gotta go back. No, go back. Wait, that's not it. Hold on. Shining the Wizard. Shining the dude. That's 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 gold. I love that. I love that. There's very, there's very few, there's very few uh, liners that we have fun with. It's that one, and uh, and I don't even have it on here anymore. Teddy Teddy Biazzi. Have we ever had, speaking of guests that I believe that we've oh, had. Oh, wait, wait. There's also this one. Outlandish. Dude, that's gold. That's got to be in the open if you can figure it out. Look at me. Look at, look at me making demands over here. <laughs> Tony, in the open. Tony, do you remember that when we were in studio when I would do that like a jerk? Yeah, I, oh, I remember. <laughs> like, like point and just be like, oh, God, what a jerk i was by the way matthew birch the true prince of pro that's a very cool arcade setup tony thank you very much yeah man. um i was trying to find a ps4 to trade in one of my xbox ones for like somebody to trade it straight up but uh i just haven't had the time to put it together like i do i've got so many xbox controllers it's insane like i just you're a hoarder no it's not that it's not... dude all right here's my biggest regret right all right here we go Play it on. i had a virtual boy and this isn't even my biggest regret. I had a virtual boy with the with the AC adapter, which right. doesn't and come. So for with those it. who don't know, Virtual Boy is literally the one that you stuck your face in. Yeah. To... It was the 3D Redline yeah. Nintendo. I had all 14 games released in the United States, including Jack Brothers, which was like very valuable, as Jack well Brothers. as V Tetris, the Japanese version of Tetris. And I sold it and I got a pretty penny for it. Nice. That one I don't regret. You know what I regret selling? Oh, I had a Sega Dreamcast with original controllers, with the with the visual units that plug into yeah. the controllers. I have everything, the vibrating packs, everything. Sold it. That's my big regret. You know why? 
crazy taxi on that thing was fucking awesome dude i have two dreamcasts do you oh. want one? Oh, do i yeah are you serious dream, dreamcasts aren't that expensive either no, a lot of this shit's been expensive lately because with the COVIDs and everything, a lot of that stuff went up in value. All right, so then maybe I have to look into that. Then. Why? Well, hey, I gave I had an extra N sixty four that I gave to Matt a while ago. I have two N sixty fours too. Well, there you go. So I had two N sixty fours with like thirteen controllers, just because I was like, yeah. you know, one day these things are gonna break and I'm gonna need an extra one, and then it actually fucking broke. If I'm not mistaken, for some reason. One of my N64s is in like a duffel bag with a replica WWE championship belt for some reason. I have no idea why. Really? Unless... It's, uh, Who gave unless... you the Atari? Didn't you get the Atari from Devin Storm from Chrome? No, I had... Yes, Devin Storm gave me an Atari. I already had an Atari 2600. Devin Storm gave me the Atari. His didn't work, but his games do. His games nice. work in the Atari that I previously had. Okay. Um, and he signed the drawer. Like, that was like the coolest thing ever. At our eighth year anniversary, I had him sign the drawer that he gave it to me. It was like literally out of his like armoire or his dresser. And I don't know if Crowbar's Crowbar is very high class. So he probably did have an armoire. Probably. He looks like an armoire kind of guy. Oh, big armoire guy. Dude, Devin, Crowbar has a life size Han Solo in Carbonite. So does Zack Ryder. Isn't that that's crazy? Like, what the fuck? I wouldn't know. What to, look, I get it. Like, like Crowbar is super ultra Star Wars guy, but Big where guy. the fuck do you put this thing? Like, I know he's got it on display and everything, but it's yeah. like I wouldn't, I wouldn't fathom what to do with it. Just look at it. Like, I don't know. He's it's so a, strange to me. He's not a he's not a chiropractor. He's actually like a physical therapist. Yeah, he's a physical like, therapist. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that might mean I'm sure that business ain't everyone's everyone get everyone gets hurt. So yeah, I'm sure, oh, I'm, sure of course. I'm sure business is booming for the old CB. Oh shit. Who was there recently? Somebody, somebody we all know and love was there recently. Uh, too. I know Bowens had been there. Bowens was K there. Yeah. I know KM had been there. I know. Um, But dude, it just, it just goes to show you how smart he was while he was in wrestling to get his education. Well, and look where well, he look is at, now. Look, look, look at our guest tonight. Moses. Like, yeah, he, Dude, dude, the guy taught biology. I failed biology. I had to take it again. Like I, did, I, did, I failed algebra and biology my 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 freshman year. I had to go to summer school for algebra. I retook biology. Jesus. Like, well, all right. Well, here, all right. Here's the thing. Oh boy. All right. This is this is a tune in, people. This is a big story. I was placed in honors classes when I had no business being in honors classes. I was placed in honors algebra and honors biology. Through no knowledge of my own or my parents, like, like, and I, like me with the ego on me, I was like, you know what? I'll give this a shot. I'll give, I'll give honors algebra and honors biology a shot. Jerk wad. <laughs> I dropped back down the, to regular algebra in the middle of the year. Still failed for the year. Went to summer school in East Orange, New Jersey. Oh my God! Ooh. Oh yeah, baby. Ooh. Oh yeah. Ah, uh, only white kid in the entire summer school. It was great. Everyone loved me. It was fantastic. I, here's another thing: I brought wrestling magazines to summer school because I would always be the one that would finish the test first. But then everyone would want to read my wrestling magazines, so, so I'd be literally giving out wrestling. Matt has all of these wrestling magazines right now as we speak. 
Kevin was the valedictorian of summer school at East I, I, dude, High. Mr. <laughs> Mr. French was my teacher. He was the head football coach of the Plainfield High School football team, and he got the assignment to teach algebra. So a young, handsome boy from West Orange went to East Orange High for summer uh, school and had a teacher EO. from what? The Plainfields? What did you Plainfield, say? Plainfield Cardinals, I believe, was the football team. Good God. What a dude. story. Dude, they all, they all call me Spanky because they thought I looked like Alfalfa from the Little Rascals. But they just didn't know which one Alfalfa was. So they just called me Spanky. My nickname was Spanky. Holy shit. Literally Holy the only shit. dude. I'm telling you, it's the great. It was the great. I remember because I, I stayed friends with a lot of these guys. Like I would go when we would play, like the Orange Tornadoes in in high school football. I was I was in the band, so we would go in the bleachers. All these kids would be like, "Is that Spanky? That's Spanky!" Oh, and I'm like, "Yeah, what's up?" Like these guys, oh, it was. I'm not gonna lie to you. It was the most one of the best times of my life. This is that summer you- school. You were uniting people, bringing people together. Like you're a fucking hero, dude. I am a, I am a, I am for the people. That's what I am. And I'll tell you this much: if if there was gonna be a little rascal you look like, it would probably be, probably be Spanky. Oh no, no alfalfa. 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 Yeah, of course. Because I was at this time, I had the middle part. I would always have a cowlick. I had freckles all over the place. But you were. I, spanky. I was alf. I was alfalfa. But you were spanky. But I was spanky. <laughs> and actually, I have a joke. I, I use this on stage. Oh, here we go. No, I'm not gonna. No, no, that's the. Oh, that's come on. No, no, that was the joke. No, that's that was the. I already told you the punchline. That was it. Because you're spanky. Because I'm spanky. Oh well. Because I thought I looked like alfalfa, but none of the young African American kids knew which one alfalfa was, so they called me spanky, and it was incredible. Wow. And I welcome. I don't know it. if you. I don't know if you're racist or they're racist in that story. Great call. <laughs> I don't think I am. Look, it was splitting hairs. It is what it is. It's a great story. I love it's, it, dude. I'm. It's. It was the. It could have been the worst summer of my life, but it ended up being like the best summer of my life because I got along with everyone. Well, no I mean, one. It, no it one. Really... Tra- no one bothered me. No one bullied me. If someone tried to bully me, someone from my class would go handle it. Like, but you, but it wasn't the greatest school year. How you wound up there? Oh no, no, that was terrible. <laughs> yeah, my parents were not pleased. We were wondering if I was going to graduate on time. Well, I mean, you made it through college. You 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 plugged Towson too to our guests. So that's right. Well, Maryland, we're Maryland boys. Of course, of, of course, it. you guys are like that's this right. now. Listen, we're best friends. <laughs> Me and Moses. Oh, Moses, brother. come and smell the roses. Oh boy, um, Moses, smell the roses. There's their there's the name. Oof. Or Spanky. Spanky. You know what, Kev? I think this is a good time to take a break. And to be honest with you, because I listened to a lot on the Shining Wizards Network this week, I have no idea what I remember listening to. So I'm just going to run commercials. Is that cool with you? I mean, that's fine with me. Uh, we really, literally, other than Moses, we talked about nothing about wrestling. But I'm okay with that right now. So fine. It is what it is. Look, I got, I got, uh, I got three counts for the NWA. I got three counts for MLW. We got Craig Steele coming up at eight fifteen, and Kev. Maybe there was no impact three count by the way because it was just a replay of the multiverse of matches. So I don't know yeah, why I paid we twenty do, bucks for. And we do have some newses and notes which are unfortunate. Maybe we can come back with that and get it out of the way. Lots of stuff going on in wrestling, baby. We're not going to disappoint you if you're here for the wrestling talk. We're not going to let you down. Moses was great. We have a whole lot more to do. Uh, Tony, we're going to cut to commercial and I will save you the difficulty of the intro. What do we always say, Kevin? Back after this. 
We know you love shopping at Amazon, and we also know you love listening to The Shining Wizards. That's why you're hearing this commercial right now. But were you aware that you could combine the two, do all your shopping, and support the show at the same time? Well, of course you can. Instead of going to Amazon.com, go to Amazon.ShiningWizards.com and make your purchases the way you normally would. You're going to get the same great low prices, and a portion of whatever you purchase is going to go to support the Shining Wizards. How great is that? You, by purchasing anything that you normally would anyway, is going to support us. That's a win-win in my book. So from now on, when you shop at Amazon, go to Amazon.ShiningWizards.com or click the banner on our website and do all of your shopping with the Shining Wizards. Because of the obvious threat to untold numbers of citizens, and because of the crisis which is even now developing, this radio station will remain on the air, day and night. This station and hundreds of other radio and TV stations throughout this part of the country are pooling their resources through an emergency network hookup to keep you informed of all developments. Horns up, everyone. When on the Shining Wizards Network, be sure every Friday to check out Radioactive Metal. Radioactive Metal is one of the longest-running podcasts on the interweb. And every week, we bring you a fistful of metal, including interviews with all your favorite artists, discuss all the metal news, and feature the best tunes on the air today. So grab a Lemmy, join your cool Uncle Snowy and co-host Aaron in the pit. Your recognized symbol of excellence in sports entertainment broadcasting from the current to the way back. Join the impact player Phil Rea and the Portuguese Man of War Choppy for the Turnbuckle Throwbacks Wrestling Podcast. Live every week on RantEMRadio.com. Get all our episodes over at iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Audio Boom, Google Play, ShiningWizardsNetwork.com, and TurnbuckleThrowbacks.com. Are you tired of being told what to think and believe by Hollywood elites and politicians who just don't care about you? Tired of not getting the truth when you watch the news? Tired of trying to figure out what pronoun to use? Tired of mob mentality when all you want to do is think for yourself and make up your own mind? That's where we come in. This is Justin. And Vince. Your hosts of Inconclusive Breakdown. We are a weekly anti-PC podcast bringing you entertainment and current event news without any spin. If you want to truly stay informed on what's going on in the world, then give us a listen every Sunday, anywhere you get podcasts, at least till Zuckerberg and Twitter Jack deplatform us. And as always, we're proud members of the Shining Wizards Network. Tired of the PC police telling you what you can and cannot say? Want a show that travels back to the 80s and 90s where the badass hosts have beaten down cancel culture on three separate occasions and carried on to gloat about it? Since 2013, The Midnight Jury is that show. Travel back to the malls and arcades, pop in your VHS, and join us where the 80s and 90s return from the dead. Conan, tell them where to find us. WLWstudios.com, home of the Midnight Jury podcast hosted by Midnight Mike and Calvin Brody. Also available on all major podcast platforms via the Shining Wizards Network. And join in the conversation on Twitter at Midnight Jury.
what's up wrestling fans you want something awesome check out wrestling night in canada here on the shining wizards network where three canadian metalheads uniting for the love of pro wrestling every episode we go over all the latest news and special events with the odd unique interview as well so grab a cold one and check out wrestling night in canada hey are you tired of being uninformed Together, we can change all of that. Experience a podcast like you've never heard before. You'll gain knowledge, have some laughs, because we believe this is the last AEW podcast you'll ever need. Join us every Wednesday night at 10.15 p.m. on RantEMRadio.com and Facebook Live. We can also be found on all major podcast forums as part of the Shining Wizards Network. So stop listening to inferior AEW podcasts and bring a new podcast into your life by joining us. Join the Mark Order Podcast. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at MarkOrderPod and on Facebook.com slash MarkOrderPod. Don't forget to tag us on social media and use hashtag JoinTheMarkOrder because if you don't find us, we will find you. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. My name is Thomas, and what's your name? Uh, I'm Alan. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're brothers. That's right. Yeah. yeah the that. mother, same mother and father. Your room was... Oh, we shared a room. Shared a room. For we right? shared a room. I thought I knew your face. Yeah, we somewhere. go way back, mate. Yeah. yeah. We should do a podcast then. Uh, we have. We do, we do a podcast. We do a podcast. What's it called? The Roadcast. Yeah, that was planned. Yeah, no, yeah. Well. What do we do? Well, we cover all different things in the world of pop culture. We're talking about comic books, we're talking about professional wrestling, and we're talking about movies. Go back and watch classic retro wrestling events, the likes of WWE, WCW. And if you do like that, you can check us out on Apple iTunes, also on Podbean, Anchor, and on Podknife. Also check us out on Twitter, at The Broadcast. That's B-R-O-K-A-S-T. It's all right. Good on you. Instagram, also at The Broadcast Podcast. Remember, we don't spell it with a C. You spell it with a K. Sorry, mate. Take it easy. Kev, are we going to take it easy? I don't think so because it's that time of the show. Never take it easy. Supporting us. That's right. Supporting the show. You say to yourself, why would I support you dumbasses? Well, because you're listening right now. Maybe you like us. I don't know. Kev, people could support us for as little as $1. That's all it takes, man. Patreon.com slash Wizards Podcast. It's less than the cup of coffee that you're going to get from Starbucks tomorrow. Matter of fact, you could support us for probably five yeah. months yeah. for one cup of coffee. That's exactly. insane. Starbucks. Dude. There's a Starbucks in West Orange now, by the way. Oh, dude, they're popping up. It's like herpes, man. They're just spreading everywhere. Mm. Except they just seem to stay around. Herpes. Yeah, this is true. Herpes, well, herpes goes herpes... away for a little while. Starbucks yeah. never leaves. Herpes kind of just reminds you that it's there periodically, but Star- yeah, Starbucks is just there. Yeah. I there we go, know, baby. I don't know what kind of malady we would compare Starbucks to then, since it's not herpes. Um, um, it would probably be. How about those boils that like pimple popper removes? Like you'd actually have to like. Nah, it's got to be like a fancy disease. It's got to be like something that like you're almost proud to have. Like, <laughs> like, like, like what's like what's like the most. So, like, like psoriasis what's like the most obnoxious disease or obnoxious ailment that you could have that's like Uh, so pretentious that like like a like a a sprained pinky toe is like (laughs) is like starbucks oh man i just 
this pinky toe has been at it forever. I can't. Like, oh. This pinky toe won't quit. I don't know what I'm doing. That's like Starbucks. That's oh. the Starbucks of injuries. Because you can't I, even have surgery on a pinky toe. Right? Maybe you guys. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. Yep. Look yeah, I saw, it. I saw it. I saw and it. Kate, you guys know a lot about herpes. Kate, we're herpes experts on the Shining Wizards. What can I tell you? Yeah. What can I tell herps. you? Our so here, here's herp- what I'm going to tell you. Our herps and our herpets. Patreon.com slash podcast. For as little as $1 a month, we will mention you each and every week on our roll call of Patreon producers. But Kev, it's so much more than that. See, for $3, you get access to our entire, entire catalog of exclusive episodes. Episodes oh, yeah. you're only going to get by being a Patreon supporter. Not only that, we get new episodes every month. We got to watch along this month. We got crossword, a, the crossword puzzle. The cro- dude, the people Gold. love the crossword puzzles. Oh my God. God, what's going to happen when we run out? Of, like the crossword puzzle is the opposite of, of Starbucks because eventually we're going to run out of crossword puzzles. I don't know about that, man. I don't know. Oh, no, you know what? Because that's just, that's that, mag- that magazine is still in circulation. So we should still be good inside the ropes. Oh, we should inside the ropes needs to become the Starbucks of wrestling magazines. That shit Agreed. needs to be around forever. There you go. Forever. At least until we call it quits. There you go. (laughs) So anyway, five dollars a month. We will plug your shit. We love plugging shit. We'll stick a cork up our ass to plug our own shit. That's how much we love plugging shit. Ten dollars every three months, twenty dollars every three months. You will get a box of wizardry. How big is your box? Depends on how much you want to support us. Ten (laughs) dollars a month, twenty dollars a month, every three months. Matt, dude, I'm telling you, Matt goes out. I'm Kevin. Matt goes out into the wrestling world. With, I guess the the uh, the metal detector equivalent of a gear finder of a loot finder for wrestling memorabilia and stuff, and he finds that shit, dude. He's like a savant when it comes to finding wrestling shit, and he puts it in a box and he sends it to you. Yeah, we got. He knows what he's doing, dude. We got lots of folks that get boxes each and every month, and they fucking love that shit. They will actually text me. They'll go, "Hey, Tony, got the box. Love that shit." Right there, see it yeah. right there on my text. It's it's it's, it's almost as good as the box that was on TV that one that that video music video channel the box. Ooh, it's a better box. Even even better, dude, because it's got wrestling, it's got sex appeal, it's got sultriness, it's got it's koozies, got... which I'm jealous that I don't have a lot of the times that he sends out. Yeah, dude, big koozie got guy. Everything. Got everything. I love koozies myself. I don't know about koozies. Big anyway, what the heck is koozies? You, you can Google it. Uh... No, I won't. <laughs> So right now we like to thank and probably like how you got herpes. Thank... Oh shh, keep that on the oh. DL. Oh, okay. Well, it's a podcast, Tony. Everyone's 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 listening. Everyone's listening. And nobody knows what's going on. We nope. so let us take some time to thank those who continue to support us here on the Shining Wizards. We're gonna start with Kathy Hummer, the queen of the Shining Wizards, along with her right-hand man, Manny Kratzo, who's the king of the Shining Wizards, Danny and Anthony Rusinello, the AOP of the SWP, the Sean's from halfway around the world, Sean Toe, Sean Kaleo, Kate the Great Hensler on deck IC. I would plug everything that Kate's doing, but there's literally I'd be better off plugging what Kate is not doing. Kate is not applying medicine for herpes because nope. she's a good girl, but she's everywhere else. Go That's support right. Kate on deckic.com. Fucking sour graps, sour apps, sour naps, victory naps. laps, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Sean Ross saps. Sean Ross, yeah. sour saps. Whatever. She's, yep. she's all over the place. She's awesome. Make sure you Superstar. make sure you follow Kate. Great. Matt Garifo, no relation to the K. JG. Maddie Mellinger. Christine Friesendorf. Mark Parloni. 
Uh, happy birthday, Mark. Thank you for doing that. Kenny Hossey, the Scotch drinks more. Jay Cop, the big copper pump. Once again, congratulations on your future nuptials, my man. You deserve it. Thomas Cops, what happened? Fox. Yeah, Jay Cop's getting married. He's engaged. Uh, we talked about that a few weeks ago. Maybe you were sleeping. I don't know. Michael <laughs> Michael Hammonds, Matthew Birch, the true Prince of Pro. Braden Bergeron, he's the he's the LeBron James of some shit or other, isn't he? I don't remember. That's all Matt's gimmick. Brendan Haney, Kerry Cowling, another Mark Order guy, Ryan Schlong, Asian Joe, it's David Henry Bauer the third, whose pal Antonio Hosserman makes experimental music at harvestmanrecords.bandcamp.com. Kev, we got more. We got Mike Peterson. We got Rob Humphrey. We got Roll. Kev, I dunked biscuits. Holy shit. Maybe I'll start dunking some biscuits too. Kev, you were, last. Kev, you were born to dunk biscuits. I fucking dunk everything, my man. That's right. Kev, dunks. the light's on you, my man. That's last but certainly not least. Uh, should, should we do this? Should we do this? Hold on. Oh, yeah. Get, get the mood down. No, I don't know how to do it. All right. Forget do it. it. Don't do it. Mr. William Mercier Jr. Lives are going to be in William Mercier's hands. You know what I mean? I oh. do know what you mean, Kevin. Let right, me do more Matt impressions. Blah, blah, blah. Oh my god! I, I, we went super, we went super zoom right when you did that. How do we get out of this, Tony? Get us out of this. Oh, there, there you go. go. <laughs> we're we're still learning. Dude, I, I couldn't have gotten closer to you while you were burping and doing your thing. I, I give Kate a lot of credit for being for being a good sport. Kate says she's putting not applying herpes medicine on her resume. Oh, well, that's what you got. I feel like that should be already be on there. Definitely. <laughs> that should be right right up there with the SRS uh with the SRS yeah. plus. Should be right there with like your degree. Dude, the chat room's just taking on a life of its own. Ryan Sullivan, I step away for a few minutes and Kate has herpes. No, sir. Kate does not have herpes. No, no, no. Nobody nobody here has herpes. Well, we might. We're just not sure yet. We refuse to go to the doctor. Wait, what? Don't say we for that. It's alleged. I could say alleged, right? Well, you didn't say alleged. You just said we both have herpes. No, I said maybe. Didn't I? I don't know what I said. Let's say you allegedly. Just... Let's let's just go with that. No, but we. For, it's, if I categorically say I don't have it, then you can't say allegedly I do. Well, I could say allegedly you don't have it because I don't know if you don't have it or not, but I could go by your word and say allegedly. What's I worse, guess. talking about... What's worse, talking about Kate not having herpes or the lady the, the lady on the news that we talked about last week? Wow, I got to remind me because my memory is like a gold. The lady on the news, the Warrior Award winner. I couldn't remember her name, so she was the lady on the news. Uh, the the wait, what? Um, Manudos? No, no, no. That's exactly. Oh, uh, Jane London. Time. Jane London. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Joan London. Joan London. Joan London. There you go. One of the Londons. I was I was confusing Joan London and Jane Eyre. I okay i don't know why dude why no stop everybody's talking about herpes in the chat room all now. right well kate wants to know the last time you tested negative for herpes show that again what did that say <laughs> kate wants to know when the last time was that you tested negative for herpes see you never got a negative test no i did yes stop it this I, I i guess i brought this on we brought this on ourselves but yeah well I, you know what the people in the chat room are having before, fun i guess before before covid thank you very much for people in the chat good golly miss molly maybe this is the question we lead off for craig oh he'll know all about it <laughs> craig come on yeah you know what? that's a great question 
No, it's not. We're not asking Craig Steele. If he has, we're not asking him. Oh well, look, look who decided to show up tonight. Matt Bowman wants to know what is going on here. Jesus. Yeah, well, you know, you would know if you were here. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I haven't played that in a while. Fuck off. Incredible. Yeah, let's get back to wrestling. Yeah, Holy we know what yeah. that's what the people are here for. It's not herpes talk and talk about herpes. It's wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. Tony, uh, I'll let you kick it off because you probably watched a lot more wrestling than I did this weekend. Well, I um, can tell you news out of the MLW camp is that Los Parks are no longer with the company. Yeah, what happened with that? Okay, so apparently they uh, they were doing some tapings on March 31st. Uh, they were supposed to. Uh, so how does this go? Los Parks was supposed to interfere in the Fatu versus LA Park match, right? So then Alex Hammerstone comes out for the save. So this is probably leading to like a, a Fatu and Hammerstone kind of respect thing, maybe. But apparently all the parks got rough and they started like throwing live rounds and like this led to a whole like shoot incident. Apparently Hammerstone took a chair to the back of the head that he didn't know was coming. So he had a I guess he got to go to the hospital and get checked up on and and uh same shit with Fatu, like they were throwing live rounds at him, and Hammerstone backstage was ready to take on everybody. He was yelling, like, let's go right now, so this and that, and all this other shit going on. So Court Bauer sent him home, and then he decided, he's like, yeah, we, we can't have fucking people going into business for themselves here. So he, he released the Los Parks. Now, L.A. So, Parks so, said Tony, he didn't I'm understand sorry. what was happening. Go ahead, I'm sorry. I'm, uh, no, I'm sorry to cut you off. Um, so there are three. There's La Parca, which is L.A. Park. Yes, and there's two others. He has two sons. Are they both sons or are they just? Yeah. So workers? one is El Hio del LA Park. Yes. And then there's another one. I forget what his actual like name Dude, is. Uh, I saw oh, like here. A... LA Park Jr. That's it. It's El Hio del LA Park and LA Park Jr. Dude, yeah. I saw like a picture of them because I haven't watched MLW in forever. But I saw the, a picture of like the headline of somebody tweeting it. And dude, like that's a scary group right there, man. Like even if you even if you can't work or you can't do anything, just like visit like. Like aesthetically, they're like, I would hire them in any company ever <laughs> just well, here, based on the look. Here's the problem. Like, like I know, like we've talked, we've talked on and off over the past couple of years about, about how much like Matt doesn't like the, uh, the Los Parks. I really don't care for him. I do like, I was a fan of the cooking segments, even though I wasn't at first, I did enjoy them. The Excuse me. The there problem is get that in there. LA Park is like. He's like not in good shape at all. Like he's like really overweight. Like you could see it when he's wearing the outfit. Like, yeah, he looks big. He looks intimidating, but he doesn't really do like a whole hell of a lot. Okay. His kids have been getting better, but they're still like a couple years away from like being really good. And just like having them, like, I don't know. Like I've just not been impressed with like a lot of the stuff that they were doing. Like just not like even their match with 5150, like where they lost the titles, like it was okay. But I think it was just more like Limelight and Slice, like just really like bumping their asses off for these guys, you know? And there was a lot more to the stories. Like Homicide was involved. LA Park was involved. But uh, I just have not been crazy about them. And you know what, man? Like, I don't know what led them to do this, but they can't have that shit. So they went out of their way to to hurt? That's the way it seems. Yeah, that's that's the way it seems. All right, so yeah, all right. So yeah, yeah, you you can't go... You can't get behind that, but I just saw, I guess, the picture that they used for whatever headlines were on Twitter. Like, I'm like, damn, these guys are like, like awesome. <laughs> like, look, and I've, everyone knows what La Parca is and was, and everyone knows what El, uh, Ijo de, de La Parca is. And, and I don't know about the other guy. 
uh, junior, but I don't know. It stinks. I mean, I mean, I guess it doesn't. I don't. I don't even know what it does. Like, what does it do? Does it stink? Does it not stink? It it's it's not cool. I mean, like, look at look at the shit with that happened with uh with Sexy Star a few years ago. Remember when she fucking went went to town on Rosemary and she was like putting her in the fucking move, ripping her arm out and shit. That happened a couple of years ago. Okay. All right. So, if, all right. Then, yeah. Then. But it's just weird. Like, like the other story going around was, like, L.A. Park was, like, telling his boys, like, you know, to stand up for yourselves and, like, you know, to not be pushed around. Like, I don't know where that comes from. I don't know if something had happened before that. But this, this was not cool, man. This was not cool. It sucks because I feel right now. Like MLW could use some star power, but they don't. They don't need the baggage that goes along with those parks. How really good? Don't. How good has the storyline between Hammerstone and Holiday been? Okay, good thing that you mentioned that because aside from that part being in the news, I got my MLW three count. I see we got a graphic right down yeah, below. Yeah, but I thought we were already there. That's no, fine. no, it's fine. <laughs> I, like I figure that's more of an important story, so like that kind of gets its yeah. own thing, you know. But that has nothing to do with the weeklies, which is what we saw on TV this week. Uh, count number one, boom. Myron Reed versus TJP. TJP was beating the shit out of Myron Reed. Myron Reed came back with a few great moves. Excellent match. Finished him off. Hit him with the cutter and all that shit. Even took off the chest plate. Myron Reed, the young goat, still looking good. TJP gave him a hell of a match. Is this he wrestling awesome. in a suit now? Is he like low-key? Like, is he wrestling in like a shirt and pants? Who, Myron, Myron Reed? Reed? Yeah. No, I thought I saw no, something. He's... I saw like a viral clip where he does like a cradle... Pile driver? Is that him? Maybe that's somebody. Maybe else. it's not. He he's wearing. He still wears the vest and he still wears the long pants. He's not wearing the injustice gear anymore. He's got he's got different gear now. So maybe that's what you're thinking. I thought I saw him wearing like a like a a, a suit shirt and pants, doing like some awesome crazy like cradle like crucifix slam. Let's see. It's possible, Kev. I'm going to move on to count number two. Go for it. Von Eriks had a match against Ricky and Kerry Morton. This was not really that good. This was not that good. Don't you dare uh, talk bad like, about my friends Ricky Morton and Kerry Look, Morton. I love all four of these guys. I think Kerry Morton's got a great upside. He looked good in the NWA. I love me the Von Erich boys. Ricky Morton's a fucking legend. Problem was, this just didn't work out. And at one point, uh, Marshall Von Erich had Ricky Morton in the claw, and he was refusing to let go. And then they hit him with like the claw choke slam kind of like double team move to finish him off and get the three count. But still, like even Kerry's like, what are you guys doing? But that's the backstory. Because as this is all going on, 5150 with Julia Smokes comes out and they make their presence felt. And then it's like a four on three brawl and they're beating each other up. But then the Von Erics and the Morton stand tall and they chase them off and they're all shaking hands and throwing babies in the air. So they oh. made friends, didn't care for the match. Kev, third count. Richard, I, I, I just want to say, I just want to say real quick what I what I thought I saw. It was actually, I think that's Bandito who did that move on Myron Reed. Okay, well there you go. Yeah, because they were in a four way not too long ago. Yeah, with Matt Myron Cross on the title back. Yeah. Speaking of Matt Cross, Richard Holiday comes out uh, to get in the ring with Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, who, after El Jefe was removed from the arena, who's under investigation. Became the matchmaker for MLW. So Holiday comes out there and says, I want Hammerstone. Where's my match? I want a big match. And Steamboat goes, you want a big match? Here you go. You're going to wrestle Matt Cross tonight. So oh Holiday does not get the match he wants. We get an appearance from Ricky Steamboat. We get a really good match between Holiday and Matt Cross. Holiday's your winner. He's smooching in a coochin with Alicia Toot, And they're mm -hmm. looking for Hammerstone. And it looks like they're going to be getting Hammerstone soon. 
So that's your three count for MLW. Beautiful. Well, well, no, no. I, I, well, Phil has a question. Phil Rea from the Turnbuckle Throwback. Sup, boys? What's up? Sup, Phil? boys? Phil must be exhausted. Phil did his. Phil did a solo show this week while he was doing laundry. So you get a, a strange ambiance in the background. In fairness, this was after Phil did three shows last week in the lead up to WrestleMania for the Turnbuckle Throwbacks. So Phil's been producing a lot of content lately. Big shout out to him. Uh, yeah, and, and Choppy and his talents could go climb a tree. That's all oh, I'm saying about that. Oh boy, network um, on network crime. Uh, we got Craig Steele joining us in a minute, so I don't know if I want to get into uh the NWA three count, so maybe we'll hold off on that. We talk Los Parks, Kev. Yo, did we talk about did we talk about Sonny last week? I don't think we did. I think Sonny kind of happened after we finished the show, maybe the next day. Yeah. It's I I don't know what's going on with that since the initial story broke. Um, it's not good. Yeah, I mean, no, it's <laughs> it's 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 been all over the place. Um, so so here here's what happened. Uh, this was in Volusia County in Florida. Apparently, she was driving a 2012 Mercedes Benz and she was driving at a high rate of speed. She crashed into a car that a Kia Sorento that was stopped at a red light, and that car hit another vehicle. And unfortunately, the driver of the Kia Sorento, who I believe was a 75 year old man, uh, was taken to the hospital, but he died from his injuries. Yeah. So, the other thing we know for sure, this happened March 25th. Uh, Ormond Beach police got a search warrant. They actually took a blood sample from right. from Tammy. We don't know of any of the results yet, but. Uh, Man, this dude, this is hard, dude. This is hard. It it stinks because, and I, I'm sure at some point she'll she'll hear this, but like, how many chances do you get? If I understand addiction, I get it. Trust me, I get it. But if she was under the influence, it's not necessarily on her. It's who let her have a car, who let her get behind the wheel to that car with no license. Who left the keys out? Like, who did that? Yeah, but in fairness, this this has to go to her too. I mean, like, I get no, that. no, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not taking any blame off her at all. It to the point where someone, someone's dead. If she was under the yeah. influence, someone's freaking dead. At one well, point, someone's you're, dead you're, regardless. Yes, your vices are 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 sad. They they stink. They're the worst. Trust me, I get it. But when it's you when you're the only person harm harming like that's being harmed that's one thing when you take somebody else's life and there's been posts about this from countless people in wrestling that have given her chance after chance and just said no more and 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 it's something that they all feared would happen at some point it's something that everyone feared would happen it stinks it hurts me to say it because i've always been a, a tammy person a friend we've all been you me matt all have been friends of hers forever and we support her but at what point do you have to again this is all allegedly if she was intoxicated if it was an accident it was an accident but yeah i mean there's a lot more that goes into it too like she shouldn't have been behind the wheel she shouldn't have been driving a car you know what i'm saying like yeah and it's tough because tammy's been nothing but golden to us she has been awesome when we talked to her what was it back in december or january what was our it was our 10-year uh, show or 11-year show, right? 
Well, 10 year, not 11 yet. Was it our 10 year show? Yeah, she did call in on yeah, the yeah, she, so she called in November. She came right yeah, in. Yeah. yeah. She's been nothing but great to us. Like, I know she's got her demons. Like, we all know, we all know, you know, Tammy's them. life. I have them right, just, right, right now. <laughs> but I mean, it's. But I don't, I don't drink and drive. I don't. Yeah, when I was younger, yeah. maybe. But now, it's rough, if, if I know I'm having one, I'm Uber. Done. It. Wrap. Yeah. Yeah. But unfortunately, you know as well as I do, people in this situation who have problems, logic is not always on their side. You know? Uh, it's, just, it's just not. I know. And I, this is where I, I, again, it's just, it's tough because of our history with her. But at what point, again, do you just say, Listen, dude, you you done fucked up. You killed like yeah. whether you whether you meant to or not. It's you, pain, yeah. It's you painful. ruined you ruined a whole lot of people's lives. Like you took somebody's family member away. Like that's inexcusable. For your if again, if and only if. If it was an accident, it was an accident. If she was speeding, that's another thing. If she was intoxicated and speeding, then that's there's no you can't you can't defend anyone for that. Yeah, I just don't think you can. No, it, it's tough all the way around, man. It yeah. it really is. It's yeah. sad. It is, I and just, it, it. I just hope I, it, she's she should have been. I feel like she should have gotten more help than she did, too. In a sense, like she spent a whole lot of time in and out of jail, but I feel like someone screwed up somewhere in this like for keep like i guess letting her get back into this again that's that even seems harsh too because everyone's how many shots do you give people like yeah like how like what when is your redemption story completely told if you don't get second third fourth chances it's just yeah. tough but this is the the worst outcome that could have possibly happened and it stinks so again if she was intoxicated, we don't know that the blood test, the warrant, all that stuff. Yeah. But it doesn't yeah. look good. Knowing her history, knowing everything that she's been through, it just, it doesn't look good. No, it's not good. And maybe it pains me to say this. Cause I think the world of her as a person, just based on how we know her is, I hope maybe the best thing for her is to not be in society. I don't know. Yeah. No, I, 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 I agree with you on that one. It's rough. Yeah. And again, it doesn't give me any pleasure at all to say that because I don't know anything about what happened. I don't know. I just just the report that was on TMZ, the, the accident report. That's it. All all you saw is a suspicion of DUI. That's all you saw. Yeah. So, Hope that for can the mean best, a lot of things. That can mean yeah. a lot of things. Kev, we've got more tragedy to talk about in the world of wrestling. I don't want to talk about tragedy. Well, I mean, I think I think we have to cover it because I mean, with Matt not being here, unfortunately. Somebody's got to cover Japan news. Uh, you know what? Matt's great at Japan. Yeah, but... Uh, Matt's a Japan savant. Do you have the article pulled up? Do you still have it on your system? I there? do. Okay, good. Maybe you can lead off this one. All right, so... Uh, Otani, who we all know. Uh, Shinjo Otani. Shinjo Otani, yeah. of course. Uh, in the zero one main event... Uh, that just happened recently um, against uh, Takashi Sigura. I'm sure I butchered that name, but I think I'm that's sure it's it fine. Yeah. Uh, this is coming from 
source cage side seats. Uh, Shinzo Itani was facing the promotion's world heavyweight champion, Takashi Sagura. In the main event, the 49-year-old Otani took a German suplex into the turnbuckle, then was unable to continue the match. He was taken out of the building on a stretcher and rushed to the hospital where he, uh, as fans were asked to leave. Um, no status. He was not able to move his extremities. Uh, essentially, I guess, paralyzed in some capacity. And nothing yeah. has changed as of uh, April 11th, 10, 10 a.m., which is today, this morning. So uh, this is rough, thoughts. man. Yeah, I mean, I think we all we all know Otani. Like we've all been around at least some of his matches. Yeah, he didn't didn't he start zero one with Shinja Hashimoto, or am I thinking of a different promotion? I think he was involved with the start of this company, wasn't he? He may have been. Um, I know uh, he he. Okay. No, yes, he did in 1992. Yeah. But I so, you know how I remember him is he was literally, he was the first WCW Cruiserweight champion. Everyone thinks it was Malenko. Oh, shit. Yeah. He right. beat Malenko, I think, to win the first Cruiserweight championship. And See, I think he lost it back to Malenko or lost it to Malenko. I could be wrong about that, but I'm pretty sure Otani won the tournament and then lost yeah, to Malenko. Kevin, I think we've I think we found our down the aisle for tonight. What's that? Well, I want to talk since, about sad stuff. No, you, look, we're at the W we're at the WCW Cruiserweight Championship. That's where we're at. Oh, I'll talk about the Cruiserweight Championship all day, baby. W's Oh, wait, this is the light heavyweight championship. WCW. <laughs> they See, they usually have a little link right here that says, "Oh, here we go. List of WWE Cruiserweight Champions." I don't know why. I guess because it's under the banner yes. now. Because they... yes, Matt, Matt, you are big in Japan. You're huge. Yes, Matt's huge. Try the horse He's meet. Huge. Try Kevin, the horse meet, Matt. March twentieth, nineteen ninety six, at Hyper Battle ninety six in Nagoya, Japan, Nagoya. Shinjiro Hatani defeated Wild Pegasus in a tournament file to, final to determine the first WCW Cruiserweight Champion. This was a New Japan Pro Wrestling event. Look at that. So who, he beat Benoit? No, he beat Wild Pegasus. Oh, yeah, Benoit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you yeah. go. I was thinking Malenko. Malenko actually defeated him at a worldwide taping in Florida on May 2nd, 1996. Ah, so there see, that, you go. That's what I remember. But I remember Otani winning it, too. That's so crazy. In, like, 96, I remember, how, like, how does someone in 1996 know about an event that happened in Japan for a championship that you barely knew existed? And like, all of a sudden, like it didn't get worldwide recognition until Malenko won it. Understandable. Like, I, I know. I knew at the time in 1996. Unless they maybe they probably hyped it up on one of the the weekend syndicated shows. But like, I knew Otani was the first cruiserweight champion. Like, I knew that. Oh, you knew better than I did, but it doesn't surprise me. Should we put up the graphic for down the aisle? Because I have a feeling we're going to be going far with this. Because I, 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 got, I got I got all the time in the world for cruiserweight talk, brother. Well, I hope you want to talk about know. the women's cruiserweight championship. Did you even remember this was a thing in WCW? In WCW, there's an there was, image are you of it sure on it was, Wikipedia. No, are you sure the, it was a women's cruiserweight championship? Are you oh, sure Kevin, it was I'm like the, the women's championship that like Medusa tried to bring in and like, no, 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 no. And I remember this. I remember this happening. Kevin, this was a joint venture between WCW 
and Gaia Japan. Remember Gaia we talked about a few months ago, a few weeks ago? I remember us talking about it, but I have no recollection of the actual company at all. Okay, so we we can we could get a little history on Gaia real quick. It was a Japanese women's professional wrestling promotion. It comes from the Greek be, mythological Of course it would lead to this with you. Of course the, it would lead to Japanese women's wrestling with you. Founded by Shiguza Nagayo. Why does that name sound familiar? What was she? Because it sounds exactly like Pico Nagayo. Because Shiguza Nagayo is part of the Crush Girls with Lioness Asuka. Holy shit, we're down a women's Japanese wrestling rabbit hole. No, correction. You are down a women's Japanese wrestling rabbit hole. Well, I'm walking down the aisle, baby. Woo! <laughs> All right. So, shit, I lost the page. Give me one second. I'll pull it back up. Okay. Oh, so please take your time. WCW Women's Cruiserweight Championship. Four-woman tournament that began on Monday Nitro on March 31st, 1987, 1997, Jesus, and concluded on April 7th, the next week. The tournament final was shown only on WCW main event, and the results were never mentioned on WCW TV yeah. again, which is why it was speculated that they strictly sent this over for the yeah. Gaia promotion. I was going to say there was no chance that this happened on Nitro because I religiously watched Nitro every single day of my existence, and I don't remember any of this. The only woman that I recognize from this tournament is Malia Hosaka. She's from she's yeah. from Hawaii. She's a former NWA women's champion. Kevin. Hosaka was made... probably there. Probably Akira Hokuto was probably in there somewhere. Kevin. Um, Toshi Uematsu, who uh, was your eventual winner, that's right. beat Mako Satomura, who's actually in the NXT UK brand right now. She's the current NXT UK Women's Champion. Wait, wait, wait. Someone in WCW in 1997 <laughs> is in NXT right now? Mako Satomura. She's a Japanese professional wrestler currently signed to WWE under their NXT UK brand and Sentai, Girl, Sendai Girls yes, Pro Wrestling. Yes, actually, you're right. Dude, I did know that. It takes a couple Holy seconds. Holy fuck. So, so she lost to Toshi. Wait, we got to look at Toshi Umayatsu. Let's see if oh, we know boy. anything about her. Oh, boy. No, I know uh, nothing she, about anything that you're She was trained by Crush Girl Chigusa Nagayo. Of course. Um, she worked for Pro Wrestling Wave. Uh, she That's was right. in uh, DDT. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to see. Okay, now, before so she, she had... worked for DDT, did she work for a short arm clothesline? No, but she worked for Spinning Finger in the Air. Gotcha. That's a very... <laughs> Very prestigious promotion, spinning finger, in the spinning air. finger. <laughs> it was a, it was the women's division of the uh, Terry Funk uh, Japanese promotion. <laughs> no, spinning spinning finger in the air was the NXT <laughs> to short arm clothesline promotions. <laughs> okay, so Malia Hosaka in the first round took on Sonoko Kato, not that Kato. Let's see if we know anything about Kato? her. Orient Express Kato. Uh, no, no, I think it's her. I think it's his daughter. Paul Diamond's um, daughter. She's in the Oz Academy promotion. She she's an Oz Academy Openweight champion, bro. Yeah. I don't know anything. I about believe this. I believe Kevin Nash runs that operation. It says here she's wrestled for WCW and she also wrestled for Triple uh, A. Uh, blah 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 blah. Yeah, not too much more about her. She was in the AAAW Junior Heavyweight Tag Team. She actually won that championship with Miko Miko Satomaro. Who was the other woman in this tournament? So there you go. Nice. So Toshi Umematsu won this thing. Kevin, look, look look at Phil over here. We covered a major Crush Girls feud on the Throwbacks years ago. Great matches. I right. remember that. Yeah. I think that was in the uh, that might have been in the uh, Dave Mega Powers uh, iteration. <laughs> well, that makes a whole lot of sense. Actually, well, there you go. <laughs> yeah. 
So, Kevin, so Toshi Umematsu won this thing on main event April 7, 1997. She lost it in July to Yoshiko Tamura at the Dream and Future Second Junior All-Stars in Yokohama, Japan. Let's see if we know who Yoshiko Tamura is. Uh, no, we really don't. No, uh, nope, She nope. left. Oh, she was an All-Japan Women's Junior Champion. Uh, she went to Neo Ladies. And uh, Tony, what are you interview- t- Tony, stop, what are you talking about? I, I don't know. I don't understand this. No, you started this. You, we, I, we went. We were going to talk about the cruiserweight championship of WCW, and well, you all of a sudden lost- ta- are talking about people. I have no idea who they are. She lost to Sugar Sato, whoever that is, in September of '97. It was deactivated I- at some point. I, I had a top five just in case, and it was going to be the top five WCW surprising title changes, and one of them was going to be the cruiserweight, uh, <laughs> cruiserweight uh, women's championship. Now it's ruined. Totally no, ruined. you're full of shit. Stop it. Yeah, it's ruined, Tony. It's ruined. You Stop ruined? it. I wasn't even looking at the screen and I knew you were full of shit. <laughs> had, a, had it in my back pocket. I got the top five WCW title changes ever, and it's it's done now because you took number one away from me. Oh, boy. You know what's fun, too? Like, WCW, like, all their belts, well, a lot of their belts, I shouldn't say all, wound up, uh, like, you know, migrating over to uh to wwe after the purchase but the cruiserweight one was like the only one that was really like assimilated into like a wwe like real wwe championship when they merged it with the light heavy and they kept the cruiserweight title which is weird right right? ultimately because usually they they like they were like fuck wcw or however you want to put it kevin yo who's who's the smallest cruiserweight champion ever wcw cruiserweight champion the whole history, WCW, WWE. WWE, uh, El Torito. Nope. Wait, El Torito was, was a cruiserweight no, champion? No, no, he real? wasn't. That's why I stopped. Hornswoggle, probably. Yes, I would imagine so. I mean, I don't see any other uh, little people on the list. I mean, Hornswoggle, I believe, held the belt. So He was the last be, one. It'd probably be my dear, good, my dear, good, close personal friend, Dylan Postel. Tony, that's where you do the gimmick for you. I'm sorry, I missed it. I was reading something. I'm sorry. Smack the bell. That's oh, how it goes. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, Kev. No, it's it's I, you're in depth in research right now, which is killing me. But all right, you... Kev. All right, I got I got a question for you. This isn't oh. even this is it... isn't even a uh, this isn't even can you beat that? But here's an interesting question for you, Daphne. Yes. R.I.P. Daph. Daphne, a former WCW Cruiserweight champion. Correct. Can you name... Oh, baby. Can you name six people who held the WCW Cruiserweight Championship for a shorter amount of time than Daphne? And I will cue you in. Daphne officially held the belt for 22 days. Are we talking... Now, again, I have to ask. WWE? Just WCW? What are we talking here? It looks it looks like from the list they're all WCW people. All right, so here's what you have to do. Okay. When you're form- like this. formulating this list. I like you, this. You got to think there was no like like two in one night title changes. So 22 days is Daphne? Daphne of uh, let me just make sure that, that yeah, combined days Oh, 22. combined days. Well, no, she only held the title once, according to this. And I think 
I think they're counting her joint time with Crowbar in that time. Yeah, well, that's the only time that she would have had it because she wasn't. Uh, well, yes and yes and no. Daphne defeated Crowbar May twenty second two thousand Monday Nitro. All right, so my first guess to become the undisputed champion. <laughs> so, my first guess, Crowbar. Yes. Crowbar is is on the list. <laughs> seven seven first days. Guess. Um. I will go. How many are there? Six. There's five more. I will go. His would David Flair be a cruiserweight champion? I don't think David. No, Flair probably not. The title, didn't I will. I will go. This is tough. I will go. Lash Larue. No, Lash Larue not on that list. Uh, I don't see Lash Larue is on this list. He's a cruiserweight champion. I think at some point. No, not on this list. All right, stupid idiot, Kevin. Um, stupid fucking, <laughs> stupid fucking question, Kevin. I love it because it's not about me. That's the best drop because it's not about me, but it was the perfect scenario of, that it would be about me. Of course, like like that. Like the, the, my first question for Moses tonight: Has Tony or anyone reached out to you? No. Uh, and if, uh, you can't go anywhere from there. You really can't. It's done. Phil's Phil's playing a, along at home. David Flair David I did Flair, ask David Flair. Yeah, so yeah, so no, not if you guys want to throw him up in the chat, go for it. We can please do. Out. Let's let's engage, baby. Let's, let's, um, let's help Kevin get down the aisle. Woo! All right, so God, I know the entire history of this belt. You got crowbar, so, so it's nuts. Um, is no Kidman would not. No, no chance, Kidman. Phil, I see you, Phil. No chance Kidman less than 22 days. Kidman has a total of 334 days. Nowhere close. Maybe WCW Evan Courageous? Oh, Medusa. Uh, No, Medusa is not on the list. Medusa's 28 days. Evan Evan Courageous, 28 days. What about Oklahoma? Oklahoma, what? Two days. That's two. That's where my mind went. My mind went to that Oklahoma Medusa uh, barbecue sauce on the boobies. Sassafras. All right, so Oklahoma. There's gotta be. So you got Oklahoma e- and Crowbar. Elix Skipper. Um, no, Elix Skipper actually has 49 days. Okay. Um, I'm I'm really glad you got Oklahoma. That makes me so happy. Jamie Noble. Uh, Jamie Noble is 147 days. Okay, so I'm sure Gregory Helms is longer too, but I'll put Shane Helms on that list. No, he's number one, 532 days combined from WWE. Okay, so you're including WWE? Okay. Well, yeah, he had had a great run as the Cruiserweight champion in WWE. No, it's only, it's only like, it's only like, um, Um, irony that these six are. Is there, is there someone from like, the, There's the, some big names the, you're missing. There's the some insane. Big... Is there like the insane clown posse in there somewhere? No, 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 no. Or like one of the misfits? Um, uh, uh, no, no. Not the misfits in action. I mean, like the actual the punk band misfits. No, um, like Jerry only. He yeah, Jer- was Jerry only. A Jerry only champion? is like five thousand pounds. He was yeah. jacked. Um, so there's big names I'm missing that have only held the belt for less than twenty two days. All right, are we counting? No, we can't count that. Blitzkrieg was never a cruiserweight champion, was he? Blitzkrieg? Blitzkrieg is not in that group. I don't think he was a uh, champion, no. So Mysterio, no. Disco? Oh, Jacqueline, too. Jacqueline, 12 days. Disco on there? Disco is not in there. 48 days. 
So you got uh, three. I'm impressed. This is a tough list. Uh, was all right. So I'm I'm spitballing now because I want to go down the the route of women holding the belt. I was, I, was, I think we got all of them. Okay, never mind then. Yeah, Medusa was out of the bit. Daphne's where we started, and Jacqueline is less. Um, can we get a? God was. I don't think Psychosis ever held the belt. Is Psychosis on the list? Psychosis has two reigns. For a total combined days, seven. That's why I don't remember it. <laughs> I, I know Hoovy held it forever. Jericho held it forever. You're uh, missing two. And these are two pretty big names in the history of WCW, I think. Eddie? No, Eddie held it for a while. Uh... Benoit, but I don't think Benoit even uh, did. Benoit ever held a cruiserweight. I don't think Benoit even held, ever held a cruiserweight championship. No. Um, Malenko, obviously not. X Pac six, obviously. Uh, I don't think Eddie Guerrero ever held the cruiserweight championship. Yes, he did. I, I think he did. Oh yeah, you know you're right. He did two times. Ninety one. Cha- uh, Chavo held it for a while. Um. I'll tell you this much. Here's a funny statistic. Chavo Classic actually held it longer than Daphne. 28 days in WWE. Yeah. That was great. That was a great storyline. That is hilarious. Uh, Because I think that was Mysterio. I think it was a Mysterio storyline. Ultimo held it forever. Um, Am I missing like a... Oh, uh, what about like a, a Lenny Lane? Or like a Lodi? Lenny Lane, 46 days. Uh, I don't think Lodi's on the list. No, nah, he's probably never held it. Um, what about a Norman Smiley? Norman Smiley, not in the group. I don't think Norman was a cruiserweight champion. No, nah, I don't think he was either. He was a hardcore guy. All right, we got two of them, and I'm telling you, their names, their WCW names. You're gonna be like, holy shit! How give me, give that? me the first letter of one's name. A. Alex Wright. There you go. Give me Alex the, Wright, 15 days. Give me the first letter of the second guy. I'll give you the first letter of the last name. S. Oh, come on. Um, come on, I got to make it a little hard. Oh, you, <laughs> that's what she said. Um, <laughs> hi-yo. Uh, yeah, but S is like... Uh, how, is the first letter less easy than S of the, of the first name? Like, S is... Um, if I give you the first letter now, you're going to get it. Okay, never mind. Then, then don't. Yeah, all right. So I'll stick. You with will S. get it. I'll stick with S. I'll stick with S. It's this. It's the last name begins with S. Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. Yes. Um, yes. It's not Elix Skipper. It's not Mike Sanders. I already. Well, that's a good. Uh, Mike Sanders probably would have been a guess. It's um, not. Don't don't, Helms, don't 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 don't. I guess it's it. not Helm Shane. I got this. <laughs> He's the only La- other person with an S for a last name. No, there's a million people on this planet that have S. That's not who have held the cruiserweight title for a shorter time than Daphne. Are uh-huh. you telling me? Are you telling me this was better than give me the first initial of the first name initially? If I gave you this one, I think you would get it. You want? What? You want the first initial? No, I mean it's too late now. Like I can. I mean, it's not too late. I can give it to you. I so yeah. Give it, what's the first initial? L. I still don't know it. Oh God, my boy. My dear, good, close, personal friend, former guest of the Shining Wizards <laughs> Wrestling Podcast, who I believe he was on the same episode as Austin Theory. Uh, that would be Lance Storm. Fucking A, dude. But technically, 
he was like the 180 oh, kilogram. All right. Well, he, kilogram. Had, he, he had to win it as the cruiserweight champ anyway. So if we're, <laughs> we're splitting hairs at that point. So Alex Wright, 15 days, one reign. Lance Storm, 14 days, one reign. Jacqueline, 12 days, one reign. Crowbar, seven days, one reign. Psychosis, seven days, two reigns. And Oklahoma, two days, one reign. Not, not a bad outing for my guy, for me. No, right not here. bad. Not bad. I'm pretty impressed with that. I'm trying to think of where else we can go down the aisle with this. I mean, well, why don't we talk a little bit about real quick? I'm going to throw this up there. It's not going to be a, a full three count, but I do want to say, I want to, I kind of want to retract something I said last week or okay. a couple weeks ago. Do I need to I play said, the now you fucked up music? Nah, maybe if it's fun, it's fun. I play it. Don't even know. If, I don't yeah, even exactly. have it queued up anymore. It's been so long since we played now you fucked up. So we got a gift last week of, of FTR versus the young bucks. I think it was one of the greatest matches like ever. Uh, and I would do want to retract what I said, something about rampage. Whereas I thought rampage was essentially worthless where this past Friday, I watched rampage from start to finish. And I think it was like, in terms of storytelling was one of the best wrestling shows I've seen. Like the Wheeler Yuta stuff. And the fact that he's now going to be at, at least on the surface included in the Daniel Bryan, combat blackpool combat club whatever the fuck they're called uh and i just think that that match was incredible i think that wheeler utah has now cemented himself as a legit dude in wait, AEW. wait what is his name wheeler duda no you said utah johnny utah it's him no it's yuda oh like Utah oh. man not utah like where where uh where uh fuck johnny fuck utah. For the replacements. No, where Tombstone Jesus lives. Why Utah. Tombstone Jesus? Salt Lake City? Salt Lake City. Utah. Anyway, that was uh I, I just I loved Rampage. I watched SmackDown too. It was it was fun. It was just good stuff, man. I I, I spent a lot of time at home this weekend and I got to, to watch the Smack Dizzy and uh, the Rampage. Mad Cat Moss turned on Happy Corbin or Happy Corbin turned on Matt Cat Moss and Matt Cat Moss beat the crap out of him. Yeah, what's going on with that? I thought these guys were like like tight like thieves. Dude, I think Matt Cat Moss is a he, he was Riddick Moss first, obviously. He was in NXT forever. And I, he has now he has something about him. He has something going for him where as terrible as this storyline and this these characters were, it's gonna turn him into something good, I think. I hope okay. I got to ask you a couple questions then about WWE. Be careful because I don't have a great memory. Okay. So you saw that Elias isn't around anymore, right? It's Ezekiel. Well, Ezekiel is Elias's brother, we learned. Are you watch, do you have Raw on the TV right now? By no, 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 no. This, this is how the story unfolded. See, I thought it was just Ezekiel became what Elias was. But no, apparently Ezekiel is Elias's brother. That's kind right. of like a Joseph Park situation, dude. Yes. What thoughts? I don't <laughs> care. Like one, like one way or the other. I'd rather Elias be back, and rather Elias be something that people should be talking about, as opposed to Ezekiel. But I guess if people are talking about Ezekiel, then did you see the the GIF on uh, Twitter? where it's like Ezekiel and Tony Khan going back and forth. And it's like that old video of like a deer talking to a dog. Do you no. remember that? 
you got, no. dude, you, it's, it's incredible. Like, it's like, fuck you, Ezekiel. What's your name? Tony, what's your name, Ezekiel? Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. It's, it's, I'm telling Tony, you've, you've had to have seen the, the, the video. It's been viral. It's literally I, a deer and a dog talking from like a mile away with a voiceover saying, what's your name? Tony. Fuck you, Tony. What's your name? Ezekiel. Fuck you, Ezekiel. It's like, you know what I did last night? You better leave my mom out of this. You better build that fire over there. Oh. And then I fucked your mom next to it. Wow. <laughs> and it's like, fuck you, fuck you. It's, it's hysterical. It goes back and forth between Ezekiel's faces and Tony Khan's faces. That's it's, hilarious. I literally watched it nonstop. I don't know if I've ever seen this meme, though. Well, it's a gif. It's a more of like a video than it is a meme. A meme is well, just the I'll one ch- the one word, you know, comment caption. I'll check it out. Dude, I'm telling you, it's just I, I literally watched I couldn't watch it enough. The other person that I know had a makeover, Lacey Evans. Did you catch this promo? I did. I did. And it's 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 leading her up to be a you know a welcoming babyface. Uh, uh, uh as opposed to her, you know, snobby you know, 1920s or 1930s, whatever it was, pick a decade. I don't care. Um, the, the, the thing that disappoints me is that character was grown on me. I like that Dude, I loved it since day one ish. And she's like, You nasty. You nasty. Yeah, yeah she called oh everybody. You were nasty. With those high waisted trunks and the fucking the, the, the line going up the up the hosiery. Yeah, oh but, my god. Hey, listen, if she's gonna if she's gonna sit in the baddie section, I'm okay with it. Yeah, it's weird though, man. It was like, it kind of felt like, I don't know. She was telling this story about her upbringing, and it, it don't get me wrong, it pulls at the heartstrings. Yeah, it's, it's a sympathetic like, baby face standard. Yeah, but it, like they kind of didn't put a bow on it. It's just kind of like you know, well, like oh, I'm coming, and you better watch out. Well, it was only the first week. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I'll have to follow up on it. It just, I really like the Lacey Evans character. I mean, she could have used a lot of work in the ring, but that character, I loved it. Loved it. Love the music. Uh, yeah. Well, who knows? Maybe she'll still have it. Amazing. I said it forever. Dude, She. Uh, what was it? The Woman's Right? That was her. Yes. Her Dude. Yeah. You know what that is? That That's Roman Reigns. Can't be stealing my gimmick. Roman Reigns. Gotta get that. Gotta get that lower octave in there. Roman I haven't done this in a while. Try it. Roman Reigns. Oh my God. Like you dip into like that's coming out of your pelvis. That's a, dude, it's the chocolate rain guy. Out of my pelvis. What? That's right. That's right. That's how low it is. <laughs> that's where you're that's where you're digging that out of. Is that the old school ECW extreme shirt, by the way? Yes, it is. Available on ProWrestlingTees.com slash uh shining wizards. I love that shirt. Yeah, it's great, dude. It's even got, I've been like, trying, but I've been failing miserably at getting new shirts. It's got like you know, it normally said like hardcore wrestling underneath. It says wrestling podcast. It's, I think I did a good job designing a lot of these old shirts. Well, why don't you, you should do it again, Tony Pelvis, Phil Raya. We do, we do need an Iron Man shirt. We need a uh, T Donks Bar and Grill shirt, dude. It's people would wear the shit out of a T Donks Bar and Grill shirt. It just I don't know how to like what what like we know what you are, but what is a T Donk? Like what? I don't know. It, like how do you depict the T donk? You just put on a logo, and you just you know like so you just D- say T donks bar and grill, yeah, or like just... maybe like T donk with the bar and like image of a bar and image of a grill, or do we put your face on a donkey? 
No. Well, I mean, if you really wanted me to look like an ass. Uh, ah, that was not intentional, was it? No, it was. Uh, okay. <laughs> sometimes I think about them and sometimes they just come out. Um, I don't I've know. I've had this I idea mean, for a mat shirt for so long that I've been I've asked like six different people to try and do. And no yeah. one's done it the way I want it. And I can't do it. Can't do it. Can't do can't, it. Can't not gonna do it. Was that the Dana Carvey, George Bush? Holy shit. Not yeah, man. gonna do it. God, the we're good showing days. our age. We're showing our age, T-Donk. Fuck yeah, dude. We're old and we fucking love it. What else? Right, we let's talk do? more about cruiserweights. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, I, I think, I think it's kind of all there was to go with the cruiserweights. Uh, I mean, I don't know. You look sad now. I, well, cause I don't want this to end, but I don't want it to, to not end either. Well, I mean, I do have an NWA three. Yes. Let's talk about some that. NWA, baby. Give me some wrestling talk to talk about. Let's do it. So we Man. talked about it last week that Matt Cardona was calling out Tim Storm for getting involved in his uh in his title defense against Nick Aldis, calling Tim Storm an old man, and he's like, "You want a piece of me doing it old like fucking?" Uh, I believe like I, was... I also called him an old man. I believe. Yeah, he probably did. And Tim Storm said, "Well, this old man's gonna kick your ass." So it was on like Donkey Kong this week, and unfortunately, Tim Storm got the fucking the reboot three times, and he fell. And bye bye, Tim Storm. But then, fucking Cardona couldn't leave well enough alone. And he was going to start attacking Tim Storm with some weaponage. Nick Aldis came out for the save. And then VSK came in, and he fucking ate it. He ate a chair, and that was it for VSK. And Mike Knox was trying to come in, and that was when they kind of pulled the troops away. And uh, Nick Aldis was standing tall. So you would think, Kevin, you would think Nick Aldis is going to get a rematch. Maybe, maybe not. It looks that way. Now, let me ask you this, Tony. What happened to the tag team I guess I'm not sure what they were called in NWA, but weren't him and Doug Williams kind of a tag team? Were they going for any sort of championships? No, the, um, they were. Well, they that was the plan. Uh, but now Nick Aldis is kind of inserted back into the world title picture, which he should so, be. Yeah. So the whole thing was that they were going to be in the Crockett Cup, but what happened was uh, we got Davy Boy Jr. You know, uh, Harry Smith teaming up with. Oh God! What the hell's his name? Doug Williams. Doug Williams. Yes, and yeah. they were like the the lower, the upper Uncton, some shit or other. I don't know. Oh, the, cool. oh my God! We talked about this. Um, I know. I know. Something Empire. It wasn't the United Empire. It was um, no, no. That the, the whales, 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 tails, Wh- duck tails. Woo! What's that? That's it was uh welch the welch empire the welch no 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 no. let me look up tell you it's, it's wales because they made it to the finals of the crockett cup against them boys let me see i, I actually had them winning there. yeah let me see ba 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 no it just has them listed as doug williams and harry smith no, no, oh the doug... commonwealth connection oh the con- yeah we were way off yeah kind of yeah. okay yeah Ugh. i thought it was the wales committee the yes the wales committee <laughs> the wales committee Exactly Save Shamu. We're here for Shamu. So, yeah. How many so, Shamus do you think there were? Weren't there like three? Didn't didn't the mother kill the kid or something like that? Shamu killed Shamu too. I remember when I was a kid, there was baby Shamu, and I think Mama Shamu killed it. That's a shame. Right, that's, a Shamu. that's a Shamu. That's a Shamu. Shamu. Oh, a- now I'm getting. I type in Shamu and I get Seamus WWE. Yeah, it's a painful thing. Lost your head. Shamu's now with baby's dead. 
Shamu. Oh, which Shamu killed its trainer? Tilikum. Oh, I oh, heard my, about oh that. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah you know what? Yeah, I don't want to I don't want to go down this rabbit hole. But I remember that. That was uh yeah, that was recent too. Holy shit. Oof. Anyway, yeah, we don't want that rabbit hole. No, no. Kevin, so I mentioned here. I mentioned listen, can I, I'll, listen, I want to mention something too, Tony, before you go on. Don't mess yeah. with my boy Mac Cardona, baby. Uh, listen, I know he's your boy. You, that bitch is on social media saying I have too many belts. Stop giving me belts. What a dick. Ultimo Dragon, man. What a dick. Complaining it's about It's a shameful thing. Lost my head. Matt Cardona's back feels like lead. Too and I'm many telling belts. You, too much gold. I'm telling you, a lot of good stuff this week on the NWA again. They seem to be firing on all cylinders. I told you we had Maddie Rankowski with Camille last week. That was good shit. A lot of other stuff. But in, for terms of the three count, Kevin, I mentioned that okay. Nick Aldis is in the picture. It looks like he might be getting a rematch. Yeah. I know, and go watch it, that uh, our boy, um, uh, Booger Eater, he's got his rematch clause, but he might be turning heel. So I don't know. There's some shit going on with him. I thought he already was turned heel. Well, he kind of he's got a bad attitude, and everybody's trying to help him out. So no you got to watch. No one likes because Kevin. Uh oh, the Pope is back, That's and the right. Pope has his Champions Choice contract that he's cashing in for a shot at Matt Cardona. There would be and, nothing. There would be nothing that would make me happier. I wish it wouldn't be Broski, but there would be nothing that would make me happier as as the Pope as NWA champion. That'd think. be cool as hell. I'd be down with it. Uh, I'd be down with it 100%. Uh, and it sounds like Billy Corgan's trying to get this set up because he knows there's a lot happening. There's a lot of moving and shaking. So we might see the Pope get the first crack at uh, the next crack, I should say, at Matt Cardona. I, Kev, I'd be down for that. Kev, there's a lot of other shit that happened I was talking about. I know last week they had a little like secret filming of uh, some going-ons between the Fixers and Black G's. Because the fixers were trying to get one of uh, Jay Bradley was trying to get himself a shot at the national champion, who's Jack Stane. So Black G's gives him a proposition last week and says, I'll tell you what, we'll get Marche and a secret opponent against you guys. And if whatever team wins, we'll get a shot at the national title. And like, mm-hmm. come on, how's that gonna happen? He's like, Trust me, trust me, trust me. So they agreed to it, knowing that it wasn't gonna be Jordan Clearwater, it wasn't gonna be Tyrus, because they didn't want any kind of shenanigans. Sure. So the fixers come out. I love me the fixers. The fixers are fucking hilarious, and they can wrestle. They're they're pretty good. So That's, Marche, uh, the fixers are Wrecking Ball, Ligurski, Wrecking Ball, and Jay Bradley. And, yes, and Jay Bradley. Yep. Yes. Awesome team. So Marche Rocket comes out. Black G's comes out. Kevin. Oh. Marche's Rocket's mystery opponent, mystery partner, the national champion himself, Jax Dane. What? My oh blow. boy. How did they pull this off? And this is after earlier in the show, Jack Stane's legal counsel was saying, no, why would he give anybody a title match in this tag team match? This is stupid. <laughs> I, th- I thought you were going to do the old drop. Like, I was like, nah. And I said, what? And he said, hey. I said, hell no. <laughs> so long story short, Marche Rocket and Jack Stane wind up with the victory, costing, nice. costing the fixers their shot. But now Marche, who is Jack Stane's partner, gets a shot at Jack Stane's title. There's all kinds of shenanigans going on with the national championship. Chris Adonis wants a shot too. He's coming back for it. Dude, I'm telling you, there's so much more than a three count can handle. Go watch NWA. It's great shit. Even if you don't subscribe, their shows are put up a couple days later. The Saturday on YouTube, the Saturday show is at noon on YouTube. So you get first crack at it. Oh, dude. It's good stuff. If if I was um 
if I was at work today, that's what I would have done. I would have watched NWA. I would have watched MLW. I would have watched all that stuff. But I wasn't. But NWA is is must uh, must see TV for a lot of people, especially if you can't get it live, watch it later on. So, one hundred percent on board with that. Yeah, man, and uh, that that's my three counts for the week. Kevin, I'm trying like hell to find a going home, and I just don't have anything. So Tony, you... you know what? We're like our personalities are going home enough for everybody. So we don't necessarily need to have a topic for it. Um, oh, I got one. Look at you. And as soon as I say that, you completely ruin. <laughs> Sorry, but this is a good. This is actually a good one. This this is one that's interesting because I think I think this guy is is uh, pretty topical. And I don't know why Sabu is on the cover. It looks like Sabu on the cover, unless they just looked alike. ECW Press announces they will be releasing their biography of the original Sheik tomorrow. Holy shit. Talk about hot news. Blood and Fire, the unbelievable real-life story of wrestling's original Sheik by Brian R. Solomon, uh, will be published by ECW Press on April 12, 2022. Captivating story of how the Sheik captured the imagination, a lot of capturing, of a generation conquering the wrestling business and lost it all in a blaze of flame and glory there you go so i know a lot of people like to hang out on our discord please get the link over on our twitter uh twitter.com slash wizards podcast join the discord we got a book club i don't be surprised if somebody named matt picks up the book about the original sheik and we get some action going on that because that's a, a hell of a you got a book club in the discord well i don't have a book club because i don't fucking read because i read right. i don't read books i read bullshit i don't know i read a lot of other things so, uh, so that, yeah. So there you go. ECW press, a book about the original Sheik. I'm sure there's going to be some Sabu shit in there too. How could you have an original Sheik book where you're not talking about his nephew Sabu? Come on, Kev. Oh, Come well, on. I mean, as long as, Come they, on. as long as they include him shitting on the walls and stuff, I'm all for it. And I'm sure there's probably going to be some, uh, some stories like from big cat or any lad, you know, guys like that who, you know, were around the Sheik had some blood feuds with the Sheik should be interesting. All right, so I have it going home as well, actually. Now oh, fuck yeah. Wait, you know what? We didn't even put up the the the, uh, the going I, home I, banner. Well, I, had to fi- I was doing it while I was finding it one. Um, a lot of talk about the Briscoes and them losing the, uh, you know, the Ring of Honor Tag Team Championships to FTR. Oh, what, I know where you're going. And what their future is. I said I didn't have a whole lot of Impact stuff, but they will be at Impact Wrestling once again. So it looks like that could be their landing spot. It looks like Maybe NWA could be their landing spot. GCW for sure seems like a destination. But uh, the Briscoes will be on Impact Wrestling on Thursday. So it's uh, it's interesting that AEW wants nothing to do with him. I guess it might have something to do with the the old shit that they apologized for like a million po- times. Yeah. You know, yeah, it is what it is. Kev, I thought you were going to go a different direction with the Briscoes. What about? Because I read. That the Briscoes are no longer GCW tag team champions. That's right. They lost to Bussy, I yeah. believe, right? Bussy, yes. Alley Catch yeah. and uh, Effie. So Interesting. I, now, look, I have not seen the match, so I don't really know how good or whatever it was. Kevin, do you know what a Bussy is? I don't, unless it's like a cute way for kids to say bus. Uh, no, it is definitely not a cute way for kids to say that. I have no idea. Well, if you replace, if you flip the B upside down, what do you get? 
Now, think about that word. No, I don't. No, I don't know. I still don't know. I haven't processed that part yet. Lowercase ca- b. Turn a it A capital down. b? Oh, lowercase b. Oh, yeah, then of course, yes. Okay, so this would be the equivalent of that on, say, the male anatomy. That's a thing? Apparently, it's a tag team, too. No, I knew it was a tag team. I didn't know that it was an actual thing. So there's a, there's a term called bussy outside of GCW. Yeah. And Brian Knobs is a perfect example of what a bussy is. Hey, what? No, you lost me now. Because I think... I... No, that I get. Like yeah. I understood, I understood the the Brian Knobs reference, and that's I understood... a bussy. That's a bussy. Wait, so it's your, it's, it's, it's your, it's your, mm-hmm. it's, your it's your brown eye. It's your, it's your. That's that is your entrance to the your tunnel to the Hershey Highway. <laughs> that's a, I, your I, cornhole. I, your cornhole. To, today years old. That that's what a bussy meant. Today, I literally, didn't know right today now, either. Right I now, had to look like it this, up. This second. I had an inkling it was something along those lines, and it did not disappoint. I thought it had more to do with the. I thought it was just a play on words, but if anything, it more, is it more is, to do but... with the more to do with the up the lowercase b upside down thing. Well, just so you get an idea of what kind of ballpark we're in when you think. About well, I want to leave this ballpark right now. I don't blame you, Kev. I don't blame you. We like to thank Craig Steele for joining us tonight. We'd also like to thank Moses for joining us. Thanks, I, Craig. I don't know what happened to Craig, dude. Maybe maybe he's off the show and he's not promoting it. I don't, I don't know. Listen, he's he probably. I, Look, I'm, it is what it is. I'm betting a hundred million dollars that he just forgot. Either that, fine. or he's playing with the kids and lost track yeah. of time, or he had some other pressing stuff to do. It's no big deal. Yeah. We'll get Craig on in the future. No, dude, Craig is aces. He's one of my one of our closest friends. No harm, no foul. But look, if you fuck up, we're going to call you out on it. You know, it is what it is. I I don't think he fucked up. I think he just forgot. Well, I mean, he fucked up. He forgot. Yeah, but he he didn't hurt us. The only person he hurt. No, he didn't hurt us. But, you know, he fucked up. Yeah. He missed. He missed out. But I'm not going to go nuts and reach out to him about it. Like, it's fine. It is what it is. No, 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 no. We love Craig. Craig is, without a doubt, one of the greatest guys. Like when I see him at shows, like he's one of the guys that continuously comes up to me, like and asks me, like what I what I thought about his matches. So yeah. no, Craig's uh, like that. No, no, no issues at all with, with the big deal, my man. No deal. Um. So let me see. So I guess we could put this up next week. I will not be here, but we have Big F and Vin and Lash Larue. Uh, April twenty fifth, we have Billy Stark. Those are the upcoming guests. And uh, Matt will Matt will also not be here next week. Is that correct too? No. Oh, Matt, oh Matt, okay. Matt should be here. Oh, I, 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 yeah. Okay, I forgot. Oh wait, we were supposed to play special. We were supposed to play a lot of this. Is this the thing? I don't know. We are the Shining Wizards. ShiningWizards.com. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and Twitch TV at Wizards Podcast. Don't forget ProSNTs.com slash Shining Wizards for all. Yeah, they're your... they're old designs, but they're still good designs. So oh, they're them. awesome, dude. We sold we sold a Be a Mark shirt. That's like from like first year shining. Dude, that's like don't be. That's like from the anti bullying campaign WWE did. (laughs) No bullying. (laughs) No bullying. Uh, for for shits and giggles, uh, check out Big Deal Craig Steele on social media at Big D underscore Craig Steele. Tell him thanks for forgetting to join us tonight. I'm sure he'll love it. Uh, be sure to follow Moses on social media at Prolific Moses on Twitter, Prolific dot Moses on Instagram. May 15th, he's got MCW. May 20th, Invictus up here in Ridgefield Park, New Jersey. Yeah. Nick, all this is involved. It's going to be a fucking banger on the 15th. I we might got the go faceless, to that. We I got the go faceless, faceless is against the STP there. So 
good shit all around. Kevin, I got I don't think I have anything else. I don't know. Might bring we'll that Nick Aldis. Week. Might bring that Nick Aldis uh figure to get signed, maybe. Ooh, then we'll both have Nick Aldis figures that are signed. Yours is signed? I got the signed figure, I got the signed card, I got the signed everything. Yeah, I might have to do that. Yeah, I can't um, wait. I... I'm all this and more, Kevin. That's right. You are see all right, so you're Nick Aldis is right there up on the wall. You're still still my joke. That's my joke. Oh, sorry. What's calls in all this? Was my. That's his Twitter handle, I think. Is it really? I think so. Or that's what comes up when he's on Twitter. No on way. Twitter. I made that up. Let me see. Nick. Nick. All this. Twitter. Shit. Why can't I type tonight? No, no, it's real Nick all this, but I swear when you used to click on it, you used to say what's causing all this, but he's changed it. No, so I made that's that up. No if, he, if, if, if he has that, he stole it from me. Yo, Nick Aldis has like 185,000 followers. 185,000 followers. Let me Pancakes. make sure I said that. Crumbs. <laughs> Crumbs. Listen Crumbs. to you. Crumbs. Stick yeah. it in your bussy. That's right. I don't ever want to hear that word again. You know, we gotta we gotta check the uh, we gotta check the uh, the comments because somebody had a great idea for for a name of the episode, and I forget what the Tony hell. Tony Pelvis. Is it Tony Pelvis? No, I think it was before that. Ernest Miller. I, no, no, it was it was way up. Was it Roses? Uh, Moses smell the roses. That was me. It's oh god! Terrible. Please suggest that to Matt and see if he runs with it as a goof. I'd be so fucking stoked tomorrow morning if I saw that. <laughs> Herp, herpes <laughs> is a fancy disease. No, 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 no. We are not putting. We are not putting herpes in the title. That would just be wrong. Uh, I don't know. I thought I thought somebody had posted something. I could be wrong, but. I think it's about that time to get the hell out of here. Let's pull the train into the station. Kev, you yeah, got man. anything you want to say or anything you want to do? Or... No, I mean, just uh, comedy's been a little light, but it, it is what it is. Follow me on uh, Twitter at Kevin Garifo. That's G-A-R-I-F-O. No doubles. G-A-R-I-F-O. Uh, Kevin Garifo on, uh, on Twitter, on Instagram, at Shining Wizards Kevin. I uh, signed up for Instagram a lot later than Twitter, and I just didn't know to make them the same. Okay. So, so do that. Follow us on uh, Shining at Wizards Podcast on all social media platforms. And thank you very much for everyone that participated in the chats who watched us on YouTube, on Facebook, on Twitter, on Twitch, on Instagram. Anyone that continues to listen to us and support us, thank you so much. We're here just to have fun and goof off, and it's incredible that we get to have the people that we do have on. So thank very well said and i don't want to give kate any more credit than she deserves but she deserves credit for this how about fancy disease for the title of the episode i like it but moses was on moses was on so we can't we, i feel like we just call it moses moses smell the rose i like moses smell the roses ah, i don't know all right we'll figure it out we'll talk about all right it. um i don't know i guess we're supposed to put up a banner to Sweet fancy school. moses that was a seinfeld line anyway anyway let's go Let's close it out. Oh, well, everybody, thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. And good night, Gracie.